Welcome to Mr. Podcast with Claude and Justin and Jen. Welcome, Jen. Thanks for joining us back on the podcast. Thank you for having me. And thank you in advance to everyone who's not turning it off. <laughs> give, them, <laughs> give, give them time. Would they do no, that? Uh, Stop. I don't need to hear this now. <laughs> There's three people on a podcast. This is That's not what many. I'm used to. <laughs> Hashtag cancel the lowdown. Cancel the... Oh, I guess it's not the lowdown anymore. Whoops. Sorry, sorry. It's my hashtag. Come on. Make them come up with them themselves, you know? Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, Yeah, so you were... Not a frequent guest on the Lost Lowdown, but... Occasional. Was I the most frequent guest? The most frequent. Most frequent. And and honestly, the least frequent. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's good. and I was the also right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> the mean and median frequency uh, <laughs> is also your title. The mode and the range, too. I hope that we've got some seventh graders listening in to reinforce some of their learning as we enter this long summer stretch. <laughs> That's why we do it, for the kids. For the kids. Um, so we are talking about Leftovers, episode 306, Certified. Um... And uh, Lori's big episode, where we find out a lot of things, some things I didn't think they would ever tell us because I thought we had gone past it. Yeah. That was what I know. (laughs) That's uh, that's the Lindelof difference. Yeah. That's the Lindelof difference. Just when you didn't care anymore (laughs) to take your attention. Yep. Well, far be it for me to be the one to bring up Lost, Um, but I, I I thought it was handled... Better. So, are we, we're talking about the departed fetus? I I was thinking of the departed fetus. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like that seems like yeah. the main like also, old answer that they threw out there. Uh, but also the big reveal about what actually drove her to yeah, that was the uh, other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll talk about all these things in detail. Um, but I guess let's start with just general reactions for the episode. What'd you guys think? Uh, I mean, I thought it was great. Um, I thought it it's uh, I thought it was one of the more effective episodes of the season, um, but, both in terms of emotion and plot advancement. But not, you know, it wasn't too plot heavy. But it just it felt like it was in keeping with the story. The pacing was good, and I just thought it was um, it was just really fascinating to uh, to. Do a Lori? If if you had told me in advance that it was going to be a Lori centric episode, I think I mm-hmm. wouldn't have been very excited to hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was done really well. Why are you laughing? Just because, just because, like you know, I mean, Lori's the buzzkill. She's the one. Yeah, she's yeah, the well, killjoy. Kind of... She's the one who pops the beach ball and ruins everyone's fun. <laughs> So yeah, just you know, I feel like she would be like, "Yeah, no one wants to see my episode, but <laughs> but, but they need to see my episode exactly. for their own good." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, well, yeah. Well, and and just in general, I'm not. I feel like when you have a a, a single character centric episode, which I mean, the other characters were developed and they were involved in the episode, but um, it's just you're putting all your eggs in one basket. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's just not, especially when you're watching it week to week, it's one thing if you're binging it, but when you're Mm -hmm. watching week to week, it's like, this is all I get. I got to wait another week to see the continuation of what I was 
you know, invested in, but it didn't, mm -hmm. it didn't feel like that. Nice. Justin. Justin. <laughs> so, 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 Bob, Bob, <laughs> uh, I, uh, uh, yeah, uh, I agree. Um, it was, yeah, very, very character-centric episode. There were some, there was definitely some, um, some questions answered. I mean, it's the end of the show, right? I mean, this is like the third to last episode. There's only two left. Um, and, you know, I, I guess, I guess it's like, you know, we, we get some sense of what the, what the final story is going to be or at least like a, a good mm -hmm. part of it and um you know they this is this is kind of a loose end that needed to be dealt with before they could because you know she's not i mean it's a little bit ambiguous through the episode but if you if you think through her story like she's not gonna go through you know she's not gonna follow along for this like crazy plan mm -hmm. that they have yeah um you know um and so, uh, so yeah, they had to spend the time to explain, like, what exactly she does on this Australia trip, how she, uh, interacts with the rest of them, and, and I guess how she kind of goes off on her own. Um, uh, I think, yeah, I think in a way it was, like, you know, the most satisfying episode of season. Like, it, it, it um, it just because, like, it, it had a completeness, um, even though, um, uh, it didn't. I mean, uh, it didn't advance the the sort of the main crazy plot. Um, you know, that was sort of the point of the episode in a way. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I think, like, I mean, I guess it, it just it reminded me of, you know, I mean, supposedly she dies at the end. I mean, it, you know, it sort of reminded me of the, the episode towards the end of Lost when... Um, you know, when Sun and Jen die in the submarine or something, like, it's it's one of those sort of, like, the show's ending, characters are dying, and they're kind of really giving, like, final moments, and, um, you mm -hmm. know, uh, saying the final things that they want to say about, um, you know, the characters that they've had so far. So, uh, I think it was... You know, it was less, like, out there than... But mm -hmm. then, like, for a Laurie episode, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Uh, so I think, like, yeah, it's not it's not as, like, mystery-focused or whatever. <laughs> but obviously, you know, the, the point of the story is, like, they're going to dive headfirst, literally, into that uh, whole thing, um, you mm -hmm. know, probably next week. Uh, or, you know, so we'll, you know, we'll get to see that... Um, in detail and uh yeah i mean I, I think it was i think it was pretty pretty well done i mean for for what it is which i totally agree like if i heard you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a laurie centric episode i i mean not that i wouldn't watch it or wouldn't want to watch it but i i guess i i wouldn't expect it to be as satisfying as it was mm -hmm. um you know really um uh surprisingly worked well i don't know um uh, it was it was a it was a strong arc. Yeah, I think it worked well because it was Laurie. The main part was Laurie doing what Laurie does best, uh, which is apparently being Judas. Um, <laughs> we uh, we talked, I think, on the last podcast about Laurie, what biblical character she would be, and, and we were talking about doubting Thomas, which they reference, uh, 
which they did reference. And I remember thinking at the time we were talking about that, like, okay, well, who's Judas? Who's yeah. Judas? And I thought, well, they're not going to go down the list of people and match them up <laughs> to everybody you can think of, at, you know, at the uh, Last Supper or whatever, you know. like, And they're kind of doing so that. Naive, they're really, such a naive they did that. They, yeah, they were like, no, we this whole analogy here, we're going to really just make it explicit and have them talk about it and have, you know, you, you have a character like Kevin Sr. who who just, as crazy as this situation is, he's, you know, he's just like, oh, and you're this person, and you're this person, I'm, the, you know, and, and like, who do you want to be? Like, that was the other, that was a weird point when it's like, you just choose who you want to be. Like, it's like, is this, is this serious or not? You know, like, what are the rules here? Like, is it, you know, the second coming of Christ, you just, is it, is it choose your own adventure series or something? Like, it's just, it, it, you know, just kind of the juxtaposition of, of what's happening and how serious, you know, they're taking it, but also like how comical it is, you know, because there's, there's not like these like hard, fast rules, you know, he's not like studying the Bible, you know, for like clues of what to do next, you know what I mean? Like he, he, he feels like he knows what to do next, which is not what's in the Bible, you know? Um, so I found that, that kind of stuff I thought was really interesting. And, um, you know, Lori's backstory, how she became, or the decision that led her to be guilty remnant. I, I didn't think we needed that. Uh, I, it, it was also because I think we kind of guessed the situation, you know, and I think we were all pretty much right. Um, uh, you know, maybe not exactly for every detail, but, and you know, so I was like, I didn't really need to see that, you know, especially since <sighs> the bane of season one to me was the bane of season one's existence was was the guilty remnant stuff. I didn't really like that until towards the end of the season when we kind of got Patty talking and we could understand them more. And um, and uh, you know, I just thought they didn't, you know, I just it it was it, it was irksome because I felt like. Do they even know why they're following this dogma? You know, it's like the others, you know, it's like, do you guys even know, like, what's your, what's your real philosophy here? You know, and, um, and the fact that like, we saw it with Jill, we saw it with, uh, you know, Jill got fed up with their life and she went to go join Guilty Remnant. Um, uh, uh, what's her name? Um. Uh, Liv Tyler. Um, Liv Tyler, thank you. Yeah, she, she got nice. fed up and. But it's the same thing of like, I don't really know what you guys are about 100%. Just tell me what to do because I can't deal with my life. And, you know, that might be realistic in terms of human nature or something when people join cult or I don't know what. But but just as a story, I found it pretty boring because <laughs> there's nothing really there, you know. Um, so I feel like this late in the game to get that beat, I didn't really need to see that. But, you so, know, that's fine. So I, I, I agree with a lot of what you just said, but if I could provide a counterpoint, what I got from this episode that I hadn't necessarily guessed was this idea that um, part of her turning to the guilty remnant what had to do with um, her role as a therapist and this idea that she should, as a therapist, not just as an individual who lived through this traumatic global event, but as a therapist, people are turning to her for the support and that she gets a lot of her identity from kind of helping people to work through these things that are sort of existential threats to, um, <clears throat> you know, to her patients and whatever. But mm -hmm. she really has no idea what to mm -hmm. tell them. And so and not just like I have no idea what my life means for me. I have no idea 
how I continue to exist in this world with all of these things that have happened, including like the vanishing of this fetus and these weird like interpersonal relationships that were happening even before the departure and now this, but also like I am somebody whose identity is totally tied up in helping people work through issues and mm -hmm. nothing in my training or my impulses has prepared me to actually help people with this. And so, you or know, has it, it. well, I don't know, but, but they show, they show in that, you know, conversation with that woman and then she attempts suicide and then she comes back and then she goes to the guilty remnant. Then of course, fast forward and she's left the guilty remnant and she's making this sort of last hurrah to try to help these people in her life, knowing that these are like mm -hmm. the final things she's going to do before tying the bow on where we started in the beginning of the episode um, and, you know, killing herself. So I, I felt like I did get a different take on why she joined the, a slightly different take on why she joined the guilty remnant based on this episode that was it, more. Yeah. I think it, I think I agree with that. I think having it be in the context of this story definitely helps make that point. Um, uh, which I guess is why they felt it was relevant. It just felt like a, the beat that we had already, you know, pinned down in our minds. It was like, why are we coming back to this? But, uh, but yeah, the kind of scenario you're saying that definitely makes sense. They're illustrating that basically when she feels like she can't help people, she wants to kill herself. Um, you know, <laughs> that's basically it. I mean, well, you know, <laughs> to be fair, it's it's when she's lost her identity, you know, right, which right. is which is reasonable, I guess. Uh, you know, and uh, or understandable, I should say. Um, yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Um, the the uh, uh, I guess we'll get to the we'll get to the fetus when we get to the scene. Uh, but yeah, overall, I did like the episode. Um, the the uh, structure was a little confusing. I didn't really understand why they left us confused about how Lori found the group and who told her and and where she was. It took me uh, half the episode to understand like where the Nora and Lori stuff was fitting in with you know like when did that happen versus the stuff at the farm and. Uh, I don't know if you guys were confused. I was confused for a while on, on what exactly we were seeing, and I thought that was a weird... I didn't understand, like, why confuse us about this? <laughs> why not say, like, earlier today or later tonight or whatever and just, like, make it clear what was happening? <laughs> yeah, I thought that maybe we had actually skipped an episode. Oh, I totally thought... I did the same thing. I'm like, oh, we, I must have skipped an episode. How is? How did she find them and what's happening? And they're talking like, you know... That I'm, we're missing information. So yeah, I was just thrown off by. I'm like, why, why make us, why make us go through that for no reason? Apparently, yeah. The space between episodes this season has been really unusual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but overall, yeah, I liked it. You know, uh, Lori's whole gamut, uh, uh, gambit was uh, very cool and interesting and classic Lori, um, and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Overall, I did like it. I think I think dramatically. Um, I mean, uh, so if they told the story linearly, uh, which which I guess would be, um, uh, actually, actually, I'm not sure what happened at the beginning. I think that's the part we never really learn. I, I like, uh, yeah. I I don't I don't really understand. I I guess I guess they they got off the boat. And 
Did they say this? Like, now I don't something remember. Happened, something happened where they thought they were at, Kevin was at the airport. Yeah, well, Kevin, well, well, I think Kevin, I think when he left Nora in the hotel room, I mean, I think the idea, I think he was planning to go to the airport. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but, he, you know, he found that the airport was closed because of the explosion. So, so like, I, I but I, but I don't really, I, I, what I don't understand is, and and now I'm feeling like, did they say this? And and now, now I'm confused again. Like, cause cause they split up, right? I mean, they were all together on the boat. Yeah. I mean, Matt yeah. and uh, and John and I, Michael I, I, and Lori. Yeah, I think Nora, uh, Lori and Nora are together, and I think that's when she gets the call from Michael. Yeah. That's and and so that's when she splits and goes. And yeah, I guess I guess the next morning is when she goes with Matt and and Nora to the machine place and then she leaves from there to go to the farm i yeah. think yeah so i think the um <laughs> i think you're right i think they they like, sp- man, why is this so confusing like why what does the confusion give us i mean that part of it i understand like all the stuff we see i basically understand like she went through the whole thing with with uh with matt and nora you know eventually you know dropped them off at the machine and then took the van and went, you know, went to the house, and then the rest of the stuff we saw in the episode. I mean, that's all fine. I just don't understand what happened initially, like, because they they got off the boat, and and then they split up. Like, I don't know. Like, so I yeah, I think I think the guys go to the airport to find Kevin, and yeah. then and then Lori goes to the hotel to get to find Nora, and then and then goes on this excursion with her. Well, I and guess. Matt uh, Matt goes looking for Nora. Yeah, so 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 I mean, Lori goes with them, but like, how did how did Matt and Mike? No, shit. How did John and Michael find Kevin? I mean, how how did John, they? They say in the in this episode. That's what I don't Michael, remember now. Michael, they got to the airport. Kevin wasn't there. They called Kevin's cell. Oh, they just called him. And he was like, I'm at yeah, this ranch okay. with That's my right. dad. The one time he answered, yeah, the one time yeah. he answered so he could tell them that. It's just a simple explanation. Okay, okay, okay. So they split up. They went to the airport. Okay. And then, all right. So so, so I guess. But, but like John uh, and Kevin Sr. Well, Kevin Sr. is there. But like John and is it is Matt with them at the airport at this point? I'm assuming Matt went with. Nora and Lori. Initially, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he ever went to the airport. So John went by himself to the airport. Yeah, I mean, I think the I think the fallout from the previous episode is that like Matt is not. Uh, yeah, Matt. I don't know what happened, but he, Matt has lost his faith. It, uh, it was meeting God. It was that that whole thing. He saw the second orientation video and he was like, <laughs> I "Don't have to press the button after all." Um, I don't understand. I don't understand at all. Uh, like, just, just completely don't understand. Wow. After all that, he's like, oh, well, I, and, and, and not even like, did, did he even go, he didn't really even say like, I don't think Kevin's whatever anymore. Right. He didn't even go that far. He's just sort of on Nora's path now. Yeah, well, he, I, yeah, I mean, I assume that's what he thinks, but yeah, it kind of seems, it just seems like that's, that's not a priority anymore. Because he gave him the book, he wasn't like, yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't put him in this book that's false, and you shouldn't follow it, you know, or whatever, <laughs> like, you know, he, he yeah. seems at least, 
it's going to allow them to continue that. He journey. said he was but, sorry he put Kevin in it, but yeah, he does seem to have lost faith in the story of the book because if you think about how protective he was of the mm-hmm. book in the first place. And the fact that he'll just give it away to Kevin so, Sr. who threw the other copy away. So so basically when when uh, when Matt is talking, in the last episode when he's talking to David Burton and David Burton is like, I'm God, yada, yada, yada. Um, <laughs> that's a direct quote. <laughs> yeah, that's a direct quote. Um, <laughs> et cetera. Um, uh, he basically realized in that moment, oh, Anyone can say they're God in the right circumstances. That's probably what happened to Kevin. Oh, I guess Kevin isn't special. Like, is that what you guys are thinking happened? Like, in that conversation, he realized that, like, there's no way to, like, really prove or, you know, sort of these things directly. And so, like, if, if, if he doesn't believe in David Burden, then that, that means he shouldn't believe in Kevin. Yeah, yeah. I think that's basically the the idea because david burton's story was similar you know supposedly he died and came back mm-hmm. you know and and, and it, but, but the miracle factor though this happened in miracle like, ah, he's the, over the, that the, now he's over miracle jeez they're all wow. over miracle they're not even <laughs> nobody's even talking about that we talked about that last week like that the the story's just moved on from that as being mm-hmm. like a big deal yeah wow jeez okay uh, that's strange. I, I, it's <laughs> Matt had a whole character change in like one conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's well, all it well, I feel like if Matt was at the ranch, he would tell. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe he's turned really turned a corner. But I do think if you were there, he might point out like, hey. Um, as I said several episodes ago, <laughs> you can die, you just can't die in miracle. Don't let them drown you here. You will actually die following my logic. He has no reason to believe that, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't believe it, but he really believed it not that long ago. Yeah. So I, I don't know. But <laughs> you know, a part of the part of the theme throughout this series is that people are kind of Tenuous in terms of their like will to yeah, live. That's fair. So, I don't know. Yeah, they're just they're just grasping at ideologies, mm-hmm. whatever keeps them at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of that. Um, hmm. That doesn't sound familiar. Uh, that doesn't sound similar to any lived experience in the non-fictional world. <laughs> I agree. I agree. It's weird how there's a show about like stuff that like nobody ever does ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost, you know, it's like pure like uh quick question. Anti-art. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Michael Bay out of this. <laughs> oh. 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 Hey. Um what happened to the other three women of the apocalypse? Oh, they, they ran off in fear. I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, didn't didn't they They're say like, Grace just killed a man? We're out of here. Yeah. <laughs> didn't they say in that scene like, or or did she say it later? I don't remember. There was something like, I'll take responsibility for this, and mm-hmm. and and they're just like, okay, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, they were done after the one guy died. Jeez, uh, such fickle people. Yeah, I know, right? 
Australia. That's pickle pickles. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta hang in there. Literally. Yeah. If it's a big deal, don't be oh. a pickle. Oh no! That would hurt. That would hurt. It did. It hurt a lot. <laughs> Don't classic. Um, I gotta say though, partially burying a body under half of a of a you know porch, not not thorough. Oh, that's right. So they buried the Kevin Australian Kevin in the church, right, or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Like under the what? What was the? I don't it, know, the it, floor or something. Yeah, it looks like they just pried up some porch steps and put the body under there, but they didn't didn't actually <laughs> cover it up. All it's the openly visible. Yeah. Oh, it's you can weird. see it. Yeah, yeah, they show it. They show it at the no, beginning because because I, I saw the body uh, during the rewatch and I was like, "What the fuck?" And it's like, "Oh, that's what it is. It's that guy. It's the other Kevin." Um. They, so, didn't, yeah. they didn't get to, they didn't finish burying him. It doesn't look like they started bur. I mean, they just kind of put him under. I mean, yeah. I mean, if they really think that the world's gonna end in like twenty four hours, then maybe it's not really worth it. Uh, that seems to be. But the, but no, it's not gonna end if he get if he does the dance and sings the song and and stop the flood. Well, but yeah. they're they're willing to deal with the consequences um, if they can save the world. I guess that's I guess that's mm-hmm. the idea. They yeah. say that now. That's what they say now. Yeah, I know. It'll be a different story in court later. <laughs> Your Honor, I thought the flood wasn't going to happen, but I still did it anyway. Even though I was hoping the world would continue. Yes, I'm representing myself. <laughs> Um, yeah. so, alright, you guys want to go through the recap and talk about these, uh, this episode in more detail? Yeah, let's do it. Are you ready? Sure. Do it. Let's get certified. <laughs> um, well, can I just start by saying, wait, so how does this go? You go, you go. Well, go. generally, like, we just, you know. I'm not a listener. We just kind of narrate, like, what's happening. Yeah. And then I got a thing I want to say about this scene. Talk but, about but it go ahead and as we it. go here. Tell us. Yeah, so Justin will do a little, he'll talk about a section of it. And then uh, once he gets done, we'll just, we can dive in. Or if there's something he's talking about. And you really want to jump in, you okay. can just uh, jump in. All right. And listeners, you jump in, too. Yeah. Especially you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So uh, we kind of talked about this, but we, we opened up uh, with a flashback uh, to um, uh, to Mapleton. Lori's counseling the, the woman from the uh, from the, the beginning of the pilot episode. Um, mm-hmm. Whose baby disappeared from the from the car and um, uh, she's like, you know, I mean, she's going on and on about, you know, what it was like after that. Uh, she thinks the baby's going to come back. There was some weird stuff about, I, I remember this line, like, if the baby, maybe they'll come back. And if they come back, they'll come back to the same place. And it's like, mm-hmm. what? But, you know, assumptions, it's a thing. Um, anyway. And she, she also asks, like, if the baby's come, if the baby were to come back, would it have aged? Mm-hmm. Which is an interesting idea that I hadn't really thought about. 
Yeah, I mean, I would assume, well, I mean, yeah, well, yeah I mean, who yeah. fucking yeah. knows? Because yeah. it's a crazy thing, but, but, yeah, if, if the, if the other people, if these, uh, what are they, the, if the death rate called people are correct, then, and they're just got beamed somewhere else, you know, presumably time is still passing for them, so, and they're still alive. Um, well, and don't forget to add in the variable that time could be passing at a different rate relative to our time. God uh, damn it. Don't uh, get all physics-y. That, yeah. that baby could be old enough to be that woman's grandmother. As, as they say in uh, in the departed physics department, E <laughs> equals MC where? <laughs> uh, oh. You're on for the jokes, guys. I'm just here for the jokes. There are a lot of opportunities for rim shots. Not so, one executed so far. Um. So basically, at the end of this, she's like, she's like, so what do I do? Like, tell me what to do. Um. And and you know, Lori's just like, I I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what you should do. Um. And uh. And then um. Uh. And then basically we transition to um, Laurie going to take a bunch of pills, uh, presumably to kill herself. Uh, what? But the, yeah, yeah. Not those are vitamins. No. <laughs> That's how I take my Flintstone chewables. Oh my god, Flintstone chewables are not candy. You should not take them like that. It's <laughs> like candy. <laughs> I know, I know they do. I know they do. It's bad. It's bad for you. Too many vitamins will kill you. Mm, that sounds like alternative facts. <laughs> do therapists actually tell you what to do, though? I was at the impression that therapists just listen to you. They, they, they do tell you what to do. I think to the extent they offer advice and they, and they, you know, offering offer coping strategies and and. But they don't you know, offer advice in a first in a first appointment. Well, I assume this lady had been here before. You think this was her first time? I don't know. It kind of seems that way. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, know. she. Yeah, she was. I mean, I, I think the answer would be, you know, come to therapy once a week and we'll talk about your feelings. And, you know, if it was like yeah. another real, you know, uh, uh, down to earth problem. Um, so I think that's kind of the answer she's she would normally have given. But, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like they're, you know, I don't know. If they're like, oh, I'm thinking about committing suicide, you know, she would tell you not to do it, you know go write a list of the things that, you know, make you happy or go see your friends or, you know, offer that like kind of like, thing. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like the answer to the question is that's not really how therapy works. We, <laughs> we're going to spend a long, you're going to spend a long time talking and you're going to talk to me about mm -hmm. a lot more than that. His, his whole problem, she just doesn't know how therapy works. And so <laughs> the... therapists have to fix people's problems by telling them what to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. She's Maybe she's not certified. Maybe her, her therapy license is uncertified. That's a crackpot theory. Oh my god. Wow. That could change everything. The title is like ironic. Yep. Wow. And now she's certified because she's crazy. Exactly. Double meaning. 
Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, so fun fact about this scene: the first time watching it, Justin didn't notice that she was uh, attempting suicide because he was so distracted by the reorchestrated Metallica. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> the music very well used. It's a, a little distracting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like they did that before. Um, did they do that before on this show? I feel like I saw somebody else do that. Where they, they have like the uh, yeah instrumental the string quartet yeah. version of Metallica. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it in other stuff. I'm not sure if they use it in this show before. So, cause I'm yeah, uh, they might have. They might have. But yeah, I was just like, I was just so I get distracted. But whatever, it doesn't matter. Anyway. <laughs> We can what? Just I think it's a little on. piece of trivia for your fans. They, you know? I don't think they, you don't think they care. needed to know that, but uh, it is Oh, do you, are you guys on a need-to-know basis with this podcast? <laughs> you, know, you know what the important thing is, though, is that um, uh, on the rewatch, I did notice it, you that's, know? And that's that's why we that's do a rewatch here at Mr. Podcast. <laughs> That's why. That's the Mr. Podcast difference. <laughs> Catch those things that we missed. I mean, I did, uh, I think I did mention on the Twin Peaks podcast that the, there were there were some things that, like, just totally went over my head when I was watching it originally just because I was so distracted by other things. It's just, you know, attention, my attention is focused. I'm very focused. That's that's the skill that I need to be a podcaster. And, and sometimes that has, you know, a downside. <laughs> That's that's mm-hmm. all I'll say, you know. Yep. It's like it's like Superman, you exactly. know. Exactly. Too strong. Exactly. It's my yeah. That's my sort of you know my weak my kryptonite my that's the you know the downside of my powers you know. <laughs> I don't, I don't always notice things because I'm when I'm not noticing something I'm really hardcore noticing something else hyper noticing yeah i'm like extra yeah like you know super noticing <laughs> that's the other soundgarden album uh, <laughs> <laughs> super noticing all right so uh, anyway um, just to wrap this up uh at the last second well i shouldn't say the last second we don't know for a fact how long the pills would have taken to take effect but anyway before it's too late she changes her mind she swallows the whatever the stuff to make her throw up and so she throws up the pills um and she's got a new plan no suicide. I'll go dig out my favorite white outfit and and go join the guilty remnants. So mm-hmm. she goes outside and she's like, you know, she asks them to tell her what to do. Which I guess, you know, that's that's sort of the you know, the end point of that of that little segment. Yeah. You know, they'll 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 tell you what to do, sort of. I mean, you know, in a in a way. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I guess it's just the idea that that, you know, you these, you know, these people who join the guilty remnant have some, you know, extraordinary loss and they can't function normally because they're thinking about it and dealing with it. But being, you know, get being part of the guilty remnant, you know, gives them purpose. It gives them something to do. Go harass other people. Yeah, you know, go smoke. Go wear white. Go write things down. Go, and it's like. 
I, at least I don't have to think about what to do. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Did, did someone will tell me what to do? Um, so I, I kind of get that from that perspective. Um, yeah. But that's such a, you know, such a such a point of desperation when you'll be willing for anyone to tell you what to do, not just someone who has, like, a good suggestion of what to do. <laughs> just <laughs> any suggestion will do, you know? Just because Alma seem like just because they're there, you know, just because they're right outside. And they, they, yeah, and they, you know, there's multiple of them. Other people have done it, you know. This is a thing people do. I'll do it too, you know. I have a minor question, I guess, related to that that we'll never get the answer to, which mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, who uh, who sent them? Like, did Patty send them? Are they there for Lori? Were they there for her patients? Like, like the woman speculated? Like, you know what I mean? What was the... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was the purpose of their being there? Like, I think season one tells us when they do that, they're recruiting. Yeah. So, so we at least know that. But you know what I mean? Like, I I always assumed when we found out that Patty was her patient, that Patty recruited her. But this yeah. this says that's not true. Um, uh, I would assume they're there for her because, mm-hmm. from what I remember, what the lady said, she didn't seem to intimate that these people had followed her or anything, right? She was just. What did she say? Like yeah. they're just. I'd... Yeah. Well, what we. She insinuated that that you know that they thought the patients would be uh, easy to easy to recruit. Yeah, but what we see in the first season is that they're camping out outside of people's homes and they're following mm-hmm. people. They're not, uh, you know, camping out locations. Yeah, we never saw them do that. I agree. Them. I agree. Um. I would guess that, yeah, Patty sent them to Case outside of the place to wait for her because Patty knew that she was, you know, maybe susceptible. And they do tell us in the second season that, um, well, Lori tells the that, like, therapy group that she's got going on of Guilty Remnant, you know, kind of escapees or whatever, that, um part of the appeal of Patty was that she had known. She had said that she knew that something big was coming. Mm-hmm. So this idea that maybe she had some kind of privileged knowledge or, or something special. Like, she was right about that, so she'll be right about what oh, I need uh, to do next. And and... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the line is just that... Um, she, she says, you know, there are two of those bitches in white standing out front right now smoking their fucking cigarettes. So, yeah, I, I yeah, I kind of think they're there for um, either, either this general idea that they're just waiting for anyone going to therapy who are seeking answers, you know, or specifically there for Lori. Um, uh, so I'll just point out that this is the first time and it's a flashback that we've seen the guilty remnant this entire season. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've been talking about it on podcasts. Like, are they are they even going to be a thing this season? And uh, as deep as we are in the season, the fact that this is only a flashback to explain why Lori joined in the first place. I mean, it, it seems to me like I mean, I guess I guess the the possibility is still open for the death ray cult being the guilty remnant. Assuming they you know they've gone full incognito, they talk now, they wear mm-hmm. normal clothes now. Um, that could happen, but it, it also seems like it could be that there's just no Guilty Remnant this season. They're just done with that. The bomb was, like, blowing up the Guilty Remnant, basically. 
Yeah, I, you know, there were seemingly other Guilty Remnant factions around, you know, outside of the oh, town. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. I mean, realistically, uh, there's Guilty Remnant out in the world, but I just mean for the show. Yeah. yeah. I hope we're done with them. Uh, it's, <laughs> we're done with them. I think we are. That's how I, it seems I, to me. Scientists should be something else, unless it's just going to be like a reversal when it's the, they know the machine is fake and right. this is their attempt to prove to people who want to go that there's no place to go. But honestly, the fact that they're still talking about the machine makes me think we're going to see this thing and someone's going to use it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. You know, against my better judgment, my instinct is telling me that's going to connect to Nora at the Anglican Community Garden yeah, uh, in some weird way. Um, I think you're right. I just can't believe Nora's going to walk through a machine and go to some other Earth or go to some other dimension or go to something and it will, in some sense, work. I just... but But clearly her kids won't be there or something, right? Like... Uh, some she's upset about something um, and yeah. seeming alone, so it can't necessarily work 100. percent But I the, uh, the the more I feel like that's not the show we're watching, that's the more they seem to tell me that is the show we're watching. So <laughs> uh, and the fact that Matt's along for the ride too, it's like okay, that's interesting. You know, maybe he'll see her go or something, and uh, you know, decide not to go. I don't know, but. Um, yeah, I think we're going to be done with the guilty remnant. Yeah, I was thinking that, like, Nora can't get in because she has to make it to the flash forward. I guess they could do a crazy thing where she gets in the machine and it leads to the flash forward. That's that's definitely a possible thing. So I was mm-hmm. assuming that either, uh, you know, some random character, uh, Matt gets in the machine, like, you know, some other person. I could see Matt going first. Like, let me try it out. Yeah. Let me- or whatever. Let me test it. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, he's he's dying anyway. You mm-hmm. know, so like I I could see I could see them doing something like that. I I feel like we're not gonna know. I mean, I'm just gonna you know stake a claim now. I mean, I feel like we're not really gonna know if the machine works or not. Uh, by the end of the season. So what would be really crazy? I don't think they're gonna do this because I don't think they're they're writing this kind of show. But if the following what you all are talking about, if the death ray machine sends people into the future and that's where the departed went in order to wait out this flood that's coming, that it's like it's like this mm-hmm. time travel arc or something. Oh God, that would be crazy. Like, I, I don't think they're gonna do that. Like I said, I don't think that's the kind of show this is, but if if what mm-hmm. we're seeing in that in that scene with Nora, older Nora is her having passed through that machine, it raises questions about you know is that really where the departed went, and why would there be a sudden departure that sent people into the but future? Can can the machine both? work and send the person somewhere and like irradiate them and make them seem older with the, you know like i feel like the makeup is her being older some people think it's her being irradiated oh. um, it seems like it doesn't work that well if it irradiates you <laughs> and sends you there i thought uh, it was just her being older too but, but yeah. uh you know it's hard to tell and i would say i like the idea of this like global um temporal 
uh, Noah's Ark. Um, but it seems like more than 2% of the world's population would survive even if there was a global flood. Uh, I guess it depends on <laughs> how bad the flood gets. Yeah. Um, but it seems like, yeah, like more people would survive just being in high land areas. But um, yeah, that's an interesting idea. Um, I would love it if it was something like that where like there's some weird sci-fi answer. Uh, and Justin, what you were saying about not getting that, finding out if it works by the end of the show, I I get that impulse, but I feel like I feel like that has to be the the the, the cherry on the cake, right? Is like is like like not leaving it in complete ambiguity, right? Or else, what's the point, right? If all they say is Nora goes to the machine and we don't know if it worked or not, then what's the sort of like resolution thematically and like character wise? You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. They... No, I mean, I feel like they'll portray it as though. I, 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 I'm guessing it'll be along the lines of the other stuff we've seen. Like, they'll, they'll portray it as though it does something, but I feel like it'll still be unclear, like, if it works or not, if that makes sense. But I, I, I agree that there will be a next step to the story. It won't just be like, you know. Yeah, but you don't think that if it if someone goes through, we'll see where they went? I do, I do, I do, I do. But what what I mean is, like, we won't necessarily know what that means. Because it won't necessarily be like, oh, here's the place where all the 2% went, you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Something will happen, but it'll still be, like, ambiguous uh, if if it's the exact same thing as the sudden departure. For example, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Something I can see something like that happening. Yeah, like, they, I mean, they like offering answers, you know. And, I mean, same thing for, like, an answer for the sudden departure. Like, I could see them throwing that out. I mean, they threw out, you know, David Burton, like, I just did it because I could, you know. I mean, they, I think they could do that. But I, I guess, I guess I think it'll be, it'll be subjective, you know. It, it won't be, uh, it won't be clear that that's, like, really the truth, you know, um, about the sudden departure, even if they do throw out some kind of answer like that. But I think they might offer it to the audience, you know, if they, if they want to believe that that's, that that's real. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, the end of Mad Men. Did Don create the Coke commercial? <laughs> well, in that case, the answer is yes. So. Well, clearly the answer is apparently yes. Jeez. <laughs> Um, all right. You want to go to the next part? Sure. Um, okay. So, uh, right. So then we, we go back to, uh, the present in Australia. Uh, Lori arrives at Grace's house. That's right. Uh, with a black eye and, um, uh, she meets Kevin Sr. out there. Oh, she has the book. She has the mm-hmm. book, um, and and she apologizes. The book Kevin burned, but apparently it didn't burn completely because the book is haunted. It's still there. It's still there. I couldn't believe the book like survived. It almost. I, I think they used it against us. They used our knowledge of Lost against us. They did. Like, oh, this the thing we normally do when we're done with things. Yeah, we're we're gonna tell you we did it, but we're still not done with this fucking book. The book will not go away. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't get even... It doesn't seem like that many characters even care about the book. It's not about the book anymore. <laughs> and, like, they all have the real thing now. So what does the book even matter? Yeah, are they going to, like, read from it? Like, some kind of incantation? Oh, like, I don't... They better not. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I, I just... I don't understand why they're even... It is is it is this just gonna be like the explanation for you know why what's her name in the flash forward ask Nora about Kevin like is is this just gonna be the source you know what I mean like is this it gonna explain like why the Kevin the legend of Kevin survives you know but that can't be why she's asking Nora like the Nora's been coming here every day or however often and then just this one day she decides hey have you heard the gospel of Kevin like <laughs> it's got to be predicated on something that just happened yeah like, that doesn't sound believable no. I agree um, but I'm just trying to I'm just trying to understand like why the book has survived. Maybe, maybe what's going to happen is they're going to do whatever they're going to do with Kevin, you know, dunking him in the pond and he's going to go to the hotel, whatever they're going to do. And however that resolves itself, maybe, you know, Kevin senior will lose his faith that after that, you know, they didn't get the song or whatever. Uh, and maybe he'll finally destroy it. And that'll be the, end. like, maybe it's back in his hand so he can be the one to destroy it. Mm -hmm. you know, and as a, as a sort of, you know, thematic gesture of, his whatever he's gonna do but yeah I, I, it's weird at this point i don't i don't know why they still have it um i feel like we know everything we need to know out of the book you know the important parts that were in there unless they're gonna turn to some page and tell us something that's in there we haven't heard before right you know um uh which i don't think they're i mean uh, yeah i think all the stuff all this interesting stuff in there i think is stuff from the show uh, and uh Connected to that, I guess Matt is never gonna really communicate to Kevin that he saw David Burton. Um, Doesn't look that way. Yeah, uh, that's a conversation that'd be good to have. Well, that, I th see, I think that's the problem that that like, um, yeah, like the like because the rest of the characters didn't have that experience with him. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, now it's like he's not even gonna find out. Well, I guess I guess the key question there is like if he gets dunked and goes to the hotel is david byrne gonna be there again and yeah. what's he gonna oh, maybe say? that's when he'll find out maybe yeah. that's maybe well, like some he... wanker named matt you know <laughs> yeah which which you know they'll still have some plausible deniability if they want because like you know um the other characters generally know, like, he went to see some guy and he got eaten by a lion. So if he mentions those things, you know, it'll be weird. But, you know, going back to the theory that he has a twin brother or something. Um, oh, yeah. You know, uh, there will also be the question of, like, if it's David Burton 1 or David Burton 2. I don't know. They're two. They have the same name. I guess twins don't usually have the same name. <laughs> But mm -hmm. anyway, David and David, please. Go, David. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I just feel like that's going. I, I think there's going to be some follow up to that, but it, it does seem like Matt's part of that uh, is is over. I feel like if they go to the hotel, they got to make it real, right? The third time it's real, isn't that how? Third it time works? it's real. Third time it's real. First time coincidence. Second time, another coincidence. Sorry, second time fake, third time real. Right. So yeah, I don't know. So um, uh, 
so yeah, I mean, I was gonna get to this as as it came up, but I mean, it seems like the right time. Like, I mean, basically, we get we get like a few things that that people want from you know Kevin going into the hotel. We uh-huh. have uh, you know Kevin Senior wants him to find Christopher Sunday and get the song. Um, uh, John wants him to find Evie and tell her she was loved. Um, That's beautiful. Great, yeah. There you go. Grace, uh, Grace wants him to go in there and, and find out where the shoes ended up. Kids, where'd you put your shoes? <laughs> I know, like nothing about I the mean, love. It's, I thought that was a great. I mean, writing wise, that's such a great want you know like of all the things she just is like that'll put my mind at rest if i could just know where their shoes went and it's you know and then i scratched my head because i'm like the answer is probably somebody stole them right like well, it's probably so, you know like somebody stole them out there on the way you know the kids left them they probably didn't leave the house with no shoes you know and they probably got stolen along the way like well so i don't know what this means but i I think that that's connected with the bag of shoes that Kevin Sr. is carrying in the beginning. Like, I want to say there's going to be some crazy reveal that, like, when he was prying up the boards on the porch to bury the body of the chief, he, like, found the shoes. Mm. And that that's supposed to, like, imply something, that there was, like, something horrible. Oh, God, and now he's going to... Like the dead... Yeah, killed like, the kid. Yeah, something f- totally fucked up. Like with only oh. two episodes left, I don't know that that they would do that. But you know, if if like they found, I I don't know. I just well, think... the fact that he hasn't mentioned it to her or is seeming normal. I guess he doesn't necessarily know what it means yet. Like it, like like I I I think the only way that would work is that the bodies aren't under the church. You know, right? Because he would have just found like <laughs> a bunch of right, bodies. Right. Um, well, they yeah, they already sh- found the bodies. Um, yeah, that's right. The bodies were in the outback, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. They've already been discovered, so it, it would be a weird place to find the shoes. Um, uh, I, I was just thinking, I was thinking something different that he found the shoes, and I mean, this is just the question: like, what is this bag of shoes? Like, it's weird. Um, that, that like he's he he found the shoes, but he's gonna hide them, <laughs> so that she'll like stay invested in in um and and you know drowning Kevin and all that like or, or these aren't the kids' shoes. There's just other kids' shoes that he got, so he could maybe he thinks that's not a question that can be answered or something. And he wants her to stay uh, invested, so he's gonna, I don't know, have some scheme and pretend like Kevin got the answer to where the shoes were. So he's gonna go, like, plant the shoes somewhere right now. <laughs> but if they're not, the sh- I mean, isn't, well, I don't know. How well does she remember what the shoes were exactly, but... Yeah, that's a good point, that's a good point. You know, I I mean, yeah, I guess I, guess I, w- I thought it wouldn't be... I mean, uh, Grace does mention that, that, that they were searching like thrift stores or something like trying to find them like i was mm-hmm. thinking maybe that's it like he just and the shoes could like have their names in them or be personalized or yeah, something yeah 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 that would be the easiest way to you know <laughs> um but the, the shoes thing uh i was just gonna say is um uh you know would really be the most like objective thing like if kevin comes back 
and he knows where the shoes are, uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to argue the hotel's just in his mind. I mean, it, it, there must be some outside... I mean, you know what I mean? If he just comes up with that, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, unless they're going to do then, like, double back and say, well, while he was out on the horse, he found the shoes, and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, I mean, I guess, I guess they could always, you know, but, but assuming there's not some weird thing like that, uh, more so than the other things, you know, God, even, I feel like... even the song, I mean, I think like, you know, it would be hard to just like come up with a song that would be convincing, but you know, none of them are necessarily experts on what those things are supposed to sound like. So, you know, it's the kind of thing where, like, if he's ever heard some kind of uh, Australian Aboriginal song before, he could sort of make something up. And... Yeah, Pandora has a good channel for that. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I mean, th- that's not definitive. Tell it, you know, seeing Evie, I mean, he already saw Evie. That's, you know, that that's <laughs> not going to mean anything. Yeah. So the really the shoes are gonna be like the key thing if he comes back with sh- with shoe information. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I could see him having a very flippant. Oh, I saw a bunch of pile of shoes when I was on when I was riding the horse around. You know, I found a bunch of you know I just just saw a bunch of shoes out there. You know, like right. I could see him just just not thinking anything of it and later like having that answer. Um, but yeah, I mean the idea he's gonna go to the hotel and. And these, all of these particular people are going to be there for what reason? You know, there's there's literally millions of people who are dead, who are not at the hotel when Kevin goes there. So that's the kind of missing piece I think to this plan is how are they going to ensure that these people are actually at the hotel? I mean, obviously they don't have to ensure it; they're just hoping it happens. But um, they seem like they know how this thing works more than I think they think they, than they actually do. You know. Yeah, I think he's going to go to the hotel and he's not going to accomplish any of these three tasks. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be let down. I do think he'll see... Uh... Well, because that's not, that's not the point. But I, I feel like... I feel like... I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like there, he will have to... Maybe not all three, but... I feel like the, there has to be, like, something of it that he accomplishes... Uh, I'm not saying he's not going to accomplish anything. I'm just saying uh, I could totally see him going to the, you know, the hotel kind of space and talking, having a conversation with, what's his name, David, David uh, Butler. Burton. Burton. I can't remember saying David Butler, that's something else. Uh, you know, talking with David Burton and having an interesting conversation that sort of illuminates and raises other questions, but not being able to talk to Evie, not being able, because it's not when we've seen it before, it's not like he shows up and he's like, okay, I want to see yeah, my, yeah. my dead kitty. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I mean, it seems like Patty was there cause she was this adversary. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe Mary was there cause she knows him. It makes it seem like Evie would be the, uh, most likely person to be there. Um, uh, Christopher Sunday and, you know, the Grace's kids seem like a big long shot. But who knows? Maybe his pro- proximity, um, I don't know. <laughs> well, kids can't even check into a hotel without an adult, so, you know. 
that sounds like that's that's a rock solid point right there. I think that's obviously not going to happen. Yeah. No, maybe they'll it's, have a guardian or something. Especially without shoes. <laughs> Do they still not have shoes? God, someone give them shoes. Um. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I guess we're all pontificating on what we think that's going to happen in the hotel. Um, part of me wants it to not work this time. Um, like that Kevin, could happen. Kevin blacks out or he whatever, but he just, he doesn't really ever get to the hotel. It just kind of fizzles out. If he does go to the hotel, I kind of think, like Jen says, like, He's not going to come back with all these answers and everyone, you know, here's the, here's your thing and here's your thing. Here's your thing. Like, <laughs> he's not going to be the Wizard of Oz and hand out <laughs> gifts to everybody. Um, but, uh, maybe but it even would David be Burton. like, it would be like the Wizard of Oz because there's no, the Wizard of Oz can't give those gifts. That's the point. Well, but he, 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 but he gives them the gift of telling them that they already had the gift. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, that's yeah. kind of what, is this thing is going, hey, you already proved that you have this thing. And they go, oh, you're right. So now I have it. That's cause... true. But I think the symbol that people often seize on with the man behind the curtain is this idea that he's a fraud and the, mm-hmm. you know, it's so anyway, I, I, yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a hint. For sure, yeah. And I, I was going to say, maybe David Byrd might even tell Kevin that, like, he can't do what he's trying to do. Like, you can't just, like, take information from the afterlife and bring it back. Like, maybe there's a rule against that or something, or, uh, you know, maybe there'll be some weird thing like that. Uh, oh, I wonder if we're going to find out what he whispered on the bridge. Mm. I wonder if they're actually going to bring that up. I mean, if they're ever going to bring it up, like, it's, yeah. it's the time. The time has come. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, remember what I told you on the bridge, mate? I don't know. I think we're going to find out that, if if we talk to him, I think we're going to find out that he was not just straight murdering that guy on the boat, that he was trying to send him to the hotel. Maybe, yeah. Uh... I was also going to say maybe, you know, with the whole David Burton twin theory, maybe Kevin will see David Burton, but it, it'll be the guy Matt talked to, and which is not, uh, not the guy Kevin talked to on the bridge. So maybe he'll be like, I don't know you, mate. Yeah. I talked to you before, mate. Right. And he's like, what? No, we had a whole thing. Yeah. And we, you know, whatever. That yeah. must have been my twin brother. I can't do <laughs> Exactly. He died. Yeah, he died, you know, before or whatever. Yeah, he did. Maybe, yeah. Or maybe they will get the reveal. He's the one who died and came back to life. I'm just a fraud or whatever. Right. Yeah. I don't know about this twin brother theory. <laughs> I'm not well, a fan. Well, so, I mean, okay. I mean, yeah, like, it's. I, I think it's. I think it's justified by by what they said in that episode. Um, and the fact that that story's unresolved and that guy's dead. So yeah, we do have this thing about twin babies and one is the most, you know, um, mm-hmm. there's a, there's a title, I think the next episode oh, yeah. title with something that might relate to that twin baby question, the baby who cures cancer versus the baby you kill. So yeah, that's there's, a, there's a duality thing. sibling thing happening that they could tie together to somebody else, you know, yeah. um, 
But yeah, it's a crackpot theory. It's, it's, it's out there. It's not clearly going to happen, but it just it just seems like it seems like it seems a little bit less than crackpot to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's a little more than like it's oh, it's obviously going to be this. Like it's not that, but you know, I think I think it's plausible. It's just yeah, I I don't you know we. We still need to know why David Burden in Kevin's hotel sequences uh, knew what he was supposed to do. Yeah, I don't know if we're going to know that, but maybe he'll ask. I just hope, yeah, because, I mean, we did that is a refrain in this episode is just tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. So maybe Kevin will be like, how did you know to tell me what to do? Or maybe Kevin will be like, tell me what to do next or something. Because mm-hmm. it'll probably be some other way he has to leave. Right. I don't know if karaoke again i can't imagine they'll do karaoke maybe, again yeah it'll be something else and he'll be yeah. like tell me what i have to do and he'll be like i don't know mate <laughs> <laughs> that's my australian don't ask me don't ask me yeah Meet my, brother. my brother my <laughs> brother <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh they great accent those people <laughs> Um, cool. All right. You want to go to the next part? Uh, yeah, sorry. I didn't quite finish. Um, or maybe I am going to the next part. I didn't catch the bag of shoes because I didn't get the chance to rewatch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So he's carrying a bag of shoes, shoes, which is that maybe he's going to try to have Kevin take it with him in case the kids are there and they still don't have shoes. (laughs) That's why I just like, God, this bag of shoes. If you weren't a guest on this podcast, you'd be fired. (laughs) I mean, I just... He can't. He shows up naked. He can't take a bag of shoes to the hotel. Uh, that, yeah, that's true. There's no way. Hey, I'm just trying. Hey, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> you are trying. I, I like the theory. I just... It just seems... We reward effort here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a meritocracy. <laughs> here, Kevin, don't leave without this bag of shoes. <laughs> I like the idea of him sliding out of that bathtub naked but holding a bag of shoes. Wow. Oh, wow. thank God the shoes made it. <laughs> <laughs> That's his first line. Oh, jeez. Oh, man. Uh, so yeah. Oh, I was going to ask, did we, that whole thing... Oh, I was just going to say, speaking of Kevin in the hotel, like, uh, we might have a chance to see Kevin Jr. tell Kevin Sr. I saw you on the TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. It's it, That should be that should be in the book. That was something I asked about before. When, it should be in the book. When he was but reading the book. Because oh, he, he, didn't, he didn't seem to notice. He was so obsessed with being in the book. And it's like, you were in the fucking book, weren't you? I mean, you should have been if all that other shit was in the book. I mean, you know, but at, but yeah, if it's not in the book, at the very least, Kevin should remember that that happened. Yeah. <laughs> just gotta, I'm sorry, I know we, we are going to talk about politics, but I just got a flash of that Trump thing of like, including his name in as many sentences as possible in the briefing so that he'll read them. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm wow. not in this book! No, Kevin, all the times, <laughs> all the times when it says Kevin, I... I mean you we're talking about you kevin senior mm-hmm. wow i can't believe he thinks he's gonna do a rain dance and stop the flood he's pretty calm about it that speaking of stories that i thought were going nowhere but they're going all in with like uh-huh. that that whole thing when they introduced it i was like oh silly kevin senior 
You and your nonsense. Well, John did bring it up. I, I love John's whole thing when he was like, tell me I'm crazy, Lori. We'll get to that scene, you know. And, and he even said, like, we just happened to go to a place where they built a boat for a completely different reason, but this crazy guy thinks it's part of his, you know, his whole setup mm-hmm. here. And I'm glad that they said that, because that's what we're thinking, too. Like, it's just a coincidence. This boat's not for the flood. But, but yeah. yeah, that is how it do- it looks, you know, to some people that, that Kevin just, you know, he has confirmation bias. And he's like, oh, that's part of my thing, too, you know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there better not be a flood. <laughs> that's take a long time. And, and what are they going to do, like a montage of water rising around the world? Like... <laughs> <laughs> whether there's Let's a f- not watch that. <laughs> whether there's a flood or not, I'm just surprised that I'm just surprised that like it's still uh, it's still a, a part of the plot that like you got to go find that's this the thing. Yeah, song. like one, yeah, whatever they had at the beginning of the season, that was their thing. They're gonna stick with the whole time. Yeah. Which yeah. I didn't. Thought they were gonna get rid of the machine thing. I thought yep. they're gonna take a left turn and do something else. It was just a one-off thing. Yeah, exactly. But it really wasn't. All that yeah, stuff really. Maybe that's the thing they're trying to compare at the end of the season is the two big ideas of the the fantasy thing of the flood versus the sci-fi thing of the machine. You know. Right. Oh yeah. And in this episode, we also get uh, we also get an explanation for why the the French guy on the submarine like let off the. Um, yeah, he thought he was killing Godzilla. He thought he was. <laughs> he thought he was killing Godzilla. Thank you. That's what it was, <laughs> pretty much. Um, but it's sort of like I mean, you have to step back, and I mean, I feel like this is you know this is like you know, classic Lindelof thing. I mean, you have to step back and say, like, why is his story that much less ridiculous than than Kevin Senior's story or, mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or or The Machine. I mean, who are we to really... I mean, you know, what what evidence do we have that any one of them is, is more reasonable? Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and so it's like... it's it's. I feel like the story is, like, partially... I mean, it's like, I can't imagine the story ending this way, but, like, could it just end with, like, they all get hauled away to jail? <laughs> you mean, mean, like, the way Seinfeld ended? <laughs> yes! Yeah, could it, could it just end like Seinfeld? Exactly. Oh, jeez. So, Jerry. <laughs> um, yeah, let's hope not. I, I can't imagine, but on the other hand, it's sort of like... You mean to jail because the the police officer got murdered? Yeah, and the, and the other police officer gets like knocked out and you know oh, yeah, yeah, left yeah. somewhere. You know, just it's you know, I mean, obviously, like they didn't all murder him, but they are accomplices at this point. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, yeah, I, it just seems like it could just end. Yeah, maybe they just get deported or something. But you know, like. <laughs> It's just, it would be a weird anticlimax if, like, nothing works and, you know, they, they all just get, they all just have to, like, live with the consequences of, you know, mm-hmm. the damage that they've, that they've wrought with their, you know, crazy schemes. Because, you know, I mean, the nuclear submarine thing was along those lines, you know, it's, like, crazy. I mean, that he was, you know, willing to go that far, you know, uh, because of this crazy idea that he had. You know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I don't know. I mean, or will it be? I mean, 
maybe maybe there will be a storm, but like, how, you know, I mean, who's to say? <laughs> it's, that's not necessarily going to prove yeah. that he's right. Yeah, I mean, what'll prove it is if he, well, and maybe not even then. If, I was going to say what'll prove it is if it, there is a storm and it's flooding and he does a dance and it stops, but right. that could be coincidence too. Yep. But, but you know, how many coincidences, you know, do you need to have before it means something? Right. Well, that's, yeah, I guess that's... <laughs> that's that's <true>. life. <laughs> that's life. Exactly. How many are you willing to accept? Because I feel like the hotel's already thrown, like, quite a few, like, crazy things at us, and yet it's still <laughs> sort of, it still seems uncertain if that, you know, whether it's in his head or not, and, you know, I'm ready, I'm ready to die on the shoe hill, like, if he comes back with shoes, you know, to me, that's like, that's a big thing, uh, but then, you're right that, like, there's a way out of that, it, you know, they just had to have him ride around on a horse right before he did it, mm -hmm. so that, like, there's a chance he just happened to find the shoes that they looked all over for and couldn't find. It's a coincidence, but it's possible. Maybe the kids, like, took their shoes off and, like, tied all the laces to all the shoes for, like, um, some reason? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like maybe maybe the shoes are like you know maybe they were trying to climb a tree I don't know are there trees in the outback um, yeah must uh, be I mean at least some Not yeah like... I don't know maybe they're trying to do something I guess I was just saying maybe they're trying to do something with the shoes and that's yeah. why the shoes are all like in one place somewhere right. and Kevin will Kevin will see it or something or um, yeah 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 that would make sense um, all right so sure. um. Okay. Should we uh, continue here, I guess? Yeah. Uh, okay, so, right, so she gives him the book, and um, uh, she finds out Kevin's off having a think, as he says. Um, and, uh, yeah, she finds out he's, he's supposed to die again, and uh, John and Michael are there, and she claims that she wants to be a part of what's happening there. Um, I'm, I have my doubts about that, but, uh, at that point we cut, uh, we cut oh, She to... wants to be a part, all right. Well, okay, She wants to be right. the part that stops it. You're right, you're right. She wants to be a part, a part of it doesn't necessarily mean a, uh, a willing, um, <laughs> helper kind of figure. Yeah, um, way to go, Lori, you got me with language. Um, <laughs> She's so... a therapist. I know, right? That's I guess that's her game. Nice game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so then we go to a flashback. Uh, so I guess that's the... I mean, structurally, that's how this episode works. We, we're cutting between flashbacks to how she um, ended up arriving uh, at Grace's house. Um, and I guess, like, what happened shortly after, um, you know, they arrived on the boat. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, so we jump back to, uh, Lori spying on the, the, the two doctors yes. from, um, uh, you know, from the death rate cult that interviewed Nora. Um, she ends up, um, uh, you know, getting chased away by a dog, but she shows picture to Nora and it's clearly them. Um, 
And Matt thinks they should be wearing lab coats or they're not really physicists. Uh, so I think that's the end of that bit there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love I love Lori's little spy saga here. Jumping, <laughs> jumping from that ten foot ten foot tall uh, <laughs> roof, you know, that was dangerous. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I don't really have much to say about that part. I was just, I you know, found it interesting. Uh, they don't look like physicists to me either, um, because they're not doing physics at home. <laughs> they should be taking their work on with them if they care that much. No, I don't know. They um, already understand everything they need to understand. There's no more work to do. Okay. The physics is physics is over now. Ah. <laughs> We're in post physics. It's a post physics world, exactly. <laughs> as soon as they built the machine, there was no more physics. There's no more physics. How does the machine work? With the old physics. But you said there's no more. Yeah. Well, but it's but well, the old physics is still around, but there's no need to talk about it because they already understand everything. Because they perfected it with the machine. Exactly. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> You're making total sense. <laughs> That's yeah. Um, I try to make total sense. That's my that's my goal in general. All right, so uh, we ready to go to the next part? Uh huh. Uh, so we go back to uh, Grace's. Kevin Senior talks about, um, uh, uh, you know, waking up there, finding the the dog's pain pills, um, and uh, and and discovering uh, Grace. You know, killing the uh, the other Kevin, who's uh, who's, yeah, now, Kevin. who's now under the the church. Um, is actually yeah. There's three Kevins. Um, uh, and he talks about the plan that uh, Kevin's going to get drowned and go to the other side, find Christopher Sunday, get the song, he sings the song, and then stops the flood. Okay, sure. <clears throat> um, uh, John's waiting for Evie. We haven't quite found out exactly what he wants yet we talked about it earlier anyway they all want something they reference the emerald city which we talked about um uh and you know they're expecting her to say like they're all crazy but she's like no no these are crazy times and you know i'll you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is true i'll, I'll give which it is, that yeah it's very like understandable response like you know and, and that's the thing that's hard in the, this world right is like you should be taking you know if you're trying to figure out what's going to happen or what's possible in this world you should be considering that the, the you know this very unlikely event happened so but what but like we said before how far do you take that you know uh does this one crazy thing happening mean that other crazy things have an equal likelihood of happening or does it not mean that and how do you tell, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, in a way, it's, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, it makes me think of, like, Y2K or something. And, you know, what what different people thought was a reasonable way to prepare for something mm -hmm. that they had no reason to, to necessarily believe. Um, 
that, that these crazy things would happen or to what extent. But I mean, mm-hmm. this is a, this is a, th- a theme. Especially because the it. true Y2K was. Uh, Y2K01. Y2K01. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yes, and. Um, I, I think this is, you know, one of the big themes throughout, um, each of the three seasons is like what happens to people when something so inexplicable and traumatic happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, you know, so you see the rise of the cult of, you know, cults and, you know, hugging the pain away. Cult leaders. But all these different ways, and so if you hold up these different examples of characters throughout the series and the way that they have responded to the sudden departure, you sort of see this really widespread... I mean, but it's also a little bit like Middle Ages kinds of stuff. Like, when you don't understand something Mm -hmm. that is happening in the world, like, you seek to make sense of it, and it drives you to some kinds of crazy things yeah yeah i mean and i think in the, the red context of, of humanity like it's it's this is the thing we keep doing you know they went all the way back to the cave woman <clears> and, <throat> and said you know she was doing a kind of thing like that things were happening mm-hmm. in her life and she was attributing it to the bird or to other you know she doesn't know what, what an earthquake is you know mm-hmm. uh she doesn't know this you know size seismology behind it um, and that's, you know, and so it's kind of, uh, you know, the same situation here. Like if there was some science to know about the departure, you know, people would, would, you know, be able to put it in the right context uh, or, you know, understand the context to put it in. Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it's interesting, you know, they're just doing the same thing over and over again. Um, we've even I, got I'd, a new gospel. And there's a new gospel now. Um, <laughs> the gospel according to Kevin. Uh, um, yeah. Why does Kevin Sr. think a flood's going to happen again? Did he just pull that out of his ass? Uh, it was because, um, well, yeah. Uh, the, the, oh, base... the, the spider <laughs> in the Washington right now. It's a bitsy spider. Like, uh, I mean, the basic answer is yes, but yeah, that's where it came yeah. from. I mean, there, there was at least mention of rain. To me, out came the sun and dried up all the rain. Sounds like the sun going supernova to me. I don't know about you. <laughs> oh, boy. Like Turn it's here first. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's the end of the show. It's supernova. Supernova and Earth is burned to a crisp. Now, that would be... That would be... That would be an ending. Now, no one's left over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Honey, I think I burned the leftovers. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Show's over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> None of those shows end in a supernova for my taste. I agree. In fact, I can't think of a single show that ended with a supernova. Right? Isn't that the problem? Somebody needs to do it. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez. Our first black president, we can't even get a TV show to end with the supernova? I mean, What's wow. the point? Wow, thanks, Democrats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're destroying your own party. Exactly. One TV show ending at a time. <laughs> One failure to write a supernova at a time. Yeah. 
Um, all right. Uh, where are we in this thing? Uh, do you want, you want to go to the next thing here? Yeah, uh, real quick. Um, oh. Is this, So this is the part where she's like, you know, everybody wants something. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought that was nice to point out. Because I think we, we were trying to figure that out before, um, you know, what what these people want. I guess, what does Michael want? Does Michael want, any, does he count as a real person on this show? He, he, he gets so little attention. <laughs> yeah. Um, did, I forgot, did they say he wanted anything? He doesn't ask for anything. He doesn't even say what he would want to say to Evie. That's right. Yeah, and he did bring Lori here. He, yeah. Far, right? It seems like he passes on being one of being one of the apostles. I mean, it seems to me like he's he's disconnected from like hmm. believing in this program. What happened? <laughs> I don't Where know. Character arcs happening off screen. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, Matt's Matt's was at least somewhat on screen. And yes. in the case of in the case of Michael, I I really don't know at what point or why he changed his mind. Um, yeah. I guess I guess he didn't necessarily know they wanted Kevin to go die again, right? When he was on the plane. Yeah, and, that's yeah, that's so true. maybe that's too far for him or something. Right. Although right. he seems to believe he Kevin could do it, I mean, or right. he did it before at least. Right. So that's a little weird, but I guess we'll get some more from Michael in explaining himself next episode. Explain yourself. Yeah, I'm trying to think of when this turned with Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where was he on the boat? Like, I don't, I, I don't really know. We didn't see him much on the boat. No, I know, I know. Because the whole point was Matt and the gang were going to go get Kevin and bring him back to Miracle. But once, you know, once they get on the boat, you know, John's like, you know, you're not in control of this thing. And they, they seem to all sort of relent and realize they're, they're not going to get back to Miracle. And, but, and then by the time they get to the ranch, it seems like the plan has, you know, from Kevin Sr. is like, no, 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 we're, we're going to dunk him and he's going to... Yeah stop the world so maybe kevin i mean i'm sorry maybe michael doesn't believe in the flood he doesn't believe what kevin senior yeah. saying right and since he's kind of leading this thing maybe that is why he's off the uh mm -hmm. the party boat yeah 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 that would make sense okay all right well next part uh yeah um, so, in the next part, we go back to the, uh, Lori, Nora, Matt stakeout. Um, uh, Nora insists that the machine is not a suicide machine. Um. What? Yeah. That's a weird thing. Here's, here's character arc number three Can happening we, off screen. I know, I know, I know. I'm, I'm confused about that. So, I mean, okay, let me just finish here. Uh, then she then she mentions uh, if I if I was gonna kill myself I'd go scuba diving because there's so many ways to die and and then um, that's fucking elegant. You would have some. You would have like there would be sort of a a plausible like I guess like people who knew you wouldn't have to believe that you killed yourself because like there's things that can go wrong. Mm -hmm. It seemed like that was sort of the argument. Um, uh, so. Uh, um uh yeah you know i i really i really like this uh 
this rapport, this like really tense rapport between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Because it's Nora like was weird in the in the van. She was she she starts the episode off being weird and sort of manic. Uh, and I don't know what, why, I mean, the last time we saw her was the whole, you know, Kevin broke up with her, right? Uh, so I was a little confused why she was, she had a, she just had a strange energy. Um, you know, she's like eating this fruit or whatever, and like, she just like seems super tense, I guess. I guess that's what it is. Yeah, she, like, ever since, um, she, ever since the, well, this has been going on for a little while, but... I think especially since the... Um, is she pregnant? Is that why she's eating? I don't think so. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't I remember don't the scene. I don't remember the scene where she mentions the IUD, but um, doesn't she say... Ah, oh God, I should I should have looked it up. Doesn't she said she, she got... she went Before you got to the hotel, I went to a clinic and got my IUD taken out. Is that what you're talking about? Before you got to the hotel? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's she talking okay, to? Okay, sorry, Matt, sorry. Matt, but in, uh, in, Australia, in Australia. She did this yeah. in Australia. In Australia. So, yeah. so it couldn't have been... I mean... Right, so she's not pregnant. The, the last but... time she had sex with Kevin was at the airport and... Um, well, you know, well, you're not like... got pregnant when she had the IUD in and it's just a miracle. Oh. Oh, there's a song for that. Right. I yeah, you know, you know. I don't. I don't they're mentioning stuff like that. that so much, and and the fact that that's. I mean, that's a a well, shall we say, that shows go to pretty often at the end. Symbol of hope, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's starting to seem. It's starting to seem like maybe that's what's gonna happen. Like they're gonna maybe do that. Yeah, maybe she'll go to the machine and she'll like berate them into taking her back, and they'll say, "Okay, fine, since you're here." And then they'll, they'll do a scan, and then they'll say she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see that happening. Uh-huh. Or, or they'll just reveal like she was. They knew she was pregnant from before and didn't tell her or something. Or, right. Yeah. Uh, and then Matt will have to go or something. Or, yeah. Or I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, but if yeah. if she went to a clinic to get her IUD taken out, they wouldn't. I mean, I guess maybe they wouldn't. I think they would check to see if she was pregnant before taking out the IUD. I don't know. Maybe they do things oh, yeah, differently in Australia, but yeah, I, I I didn't interpret it that way. I interpreted it as she she was really angry when the two physicists rejected her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been keyed up a lot of the season, but the, in this scene and the and the scene that comes later with the thing about the IUD, I feel like this is just she does not want Laurie around for this. Because she knows that Lori is, like, psychoanalyzing her. And mm-hmm. she just wants her to leave her alone. I mean, she basically says that. Like, you can go now. You found us the address. You've helped us. Now go help Kevin. Mm-hmm. Like, you wait. I don't mm-hmm. want you here. And then, you know, with... Um, uh, you know, I, I feel like the subtext in this scene, especially on the rewatch... I felt like the subtext was that Nora knows that Lori's suicidal. And uh, so it's like, don't, don't you come in here trying to like run my life, trying to, you know, do your therapy on me, like take care of your own damn self. Like just get out of my Mm -hmm. business. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how I interpreted 
that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and she just... I just hope she's not pregnant because I'm so bored of that. Yeah. I, yeah, I hope I... she's not too, but the signs are there and it's such a, I mean, it's such a, you know, common thing to go to because it's like, it's like an emotional center. It can be, you know, yeah. she's apart from Kevin, but it provides this connection, you know, between them. I mean, I, 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 I understand what you're saying. I, 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 I don't want it to be true, but, it, and like, I was convincing myself that it wasn't, but there have been several signs pointing in that direction and another line about it, you know, and I'm, it's going to be like a hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm already like ready to believe it at this point. Um, it, it, you know, I mean, we'll see what they do. I mean, maybe they figure out a way to do it where, it, you know, it doesn't seem like the same thing a million other shows have done, but, um, uh, but, but, but yeah, it definitely seems like there's a strong chance they'll, they'll go in that direction. Um, the, uh, the end of this scene uh, is, is another thing. Uh, uh, so, um, yeah, but you know, that would explain why if, if she is already pregnant and she like that, that would explain why they would take out the IUD because that you would need to get it out. If she, if she was pregnant, it would explain why, like, why bother going to get your IUD taken out while you're on a trip halfway across the world? Well, I think I think uh, the 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 potential other explanation is that they they specified that you you can't have the IUD uh, you can't have the IUD in when you go in the machine. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was so she would want. Yeah, she'd want to get it taken out so she could go. Oh, so that's she could go right. in the machine. I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. So so I mean I think that's the 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 other explanation. I mean that's the in story explanation for why she did it, mm-hmm. but it opens up the door for. Uh, for for some kind of pregnancy plot line, um, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think it's gonna happen. I'm believing it. I'm believing it. I I don't <laughs> I don't necessarily want to, but I'm believing it. All right, we got um, John Locke and Echo here. It's just too powerful. I mean, it's just too. I, I mean, name a show that doesn't go there at some point. I mean, I guess they already had their baby plot line. But, um, you know, but this, it was but yeah, it tied back to that, right? Because she did give the baby back and resented giving the baby yeah. back. And mm-hmm. There's a symmetry to the woman who lost all her kids having another yep. go at it. Yep, yep. Um, I would hope that they do something different with it. And it, you know, we don't actually have to see the baby ever, you know. Um, we don't get some, you know, flash forward where she's got the baby and, uh, you know, I don't know if we'll go that far with it, but it seems like it'll be used for drama and maybe it'll be ambiguous, you know, maybe, um, it'll just be a thing they say and we won't be quite sure. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, there's only, the th- I mean, the good news is that there's only two episodes left. So how the, 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 the baby content cannot be very extensive. I guess like, what I'm worried about is that they try to lean on the baby for, like, you know, a, a heavy emotional moment. And, like, I feel like that's not, I don't know. I, I feel like that's not going to work that well. And so I hope that's not, I hope they don't try to put too much weight on the baby. At, at the very least, the baby cannot play a big role in the story. Right. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I think it'll be a decision point. It'll be, okay, you can go through the machine, but you're pregnant, and yeah. 
no, you'll lose the baby if you do. Right. You no, know, but I'm not pregnant. Well. <laughs> 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 yeah, David Cross shows up. Uh. <laughs> um. So this whole thing we were kind of talking about a little bit, the, you know, you know, suicidal when you see it. Um, uh, God, Nora was just so weird in this whole scene. Like she's, she's, she's sort of uh, not taking Matt's situation, you know, as heavy as it should be. Uh, you know, her brother's dying and like, she's telling him that, you know, it's, you know, she's intimating it's bad that he's not doing anything about it, but She's not doing anything about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. This, she, she came off very strange and manic. Not, I mean, manic is not the right word. She keyed up, you know, is, is a better word for it. But she she was, for the situation, I don't know. Her She was, like, kind of giddy and anxious. Um, um, so, yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting if that was a response to the energy Lori is giving her or something. But to me, yeah, I, I couldn't really pin down what, why she was behaving that way. I thought something happened in the, in a scene we didn't see, you know, um, cause we haven't seen her for a while and she's has a completely different personality and, uh, you know, um, um, viewpoint on the machine now. So something changed, you know, and maybe that's why yeah. she's, cause she's, she's like certain about it now. Maybe something happened and she's, she's convinced this is her thing. So now, so that's why she's kind of, more lighthearted and, and, and taking things sort of in stride because she feels like she's got an answer, you know, to something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, I'm curious about when she decided the machine is a real thing or, mm-hmm. or, or if she always believed it and she was just saying that or, you know what I mean? Like what was, yeah. the, what was the yeah. balance of all that? I've never been sure what I was, I was never convinced that she was like going to expose them or something. Like yeah. I, 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 that yeah. never, that never sounded plausible to me as mm-hmm. like a storyline or that she even was, you know, yeah. really, really intended to do that. Uh, but I am surprised that she believes in the machine. I mean, that's... I, I think it's just the lure is too much for her. To not be seduced by the possibility well, that it could be real. But that's the thing. That's Nora's thing, though, is when, 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 when the supernatural or the improbable, when she's facing that, her go-to is to deny it and to like ruin everybody's fun in it too, right? And she, so she kind of did that right when she was saying, "Okay, it's a death machine." But the question is, what changed? to make her not have that same kind of response of like not getting her hopes up. Cause now it seems like her hopes are up. So why would she be getting her hopes up? What, what new information did did she have? Like, you know, her hopes didn't really seem up, you know, she wanted them to take her, but, um, you know, I I still didn't feel like she was convinced it did anything. She just kind of wanted to like have the choice to go and, you know, was upset. It got taken from her. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm inclined to say, like, the experience of coming so close to going through it, like, you know, she felt like it was within her grasp or something. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, you know, just combined with that, this, like, weird energy of her relationship with 
Kevin now being over and her brother's dying. So like all of her family, because Kevin, mm -hmm. yeah, Kevin and Matt are the last of her family, so to speak. Mm hmm. So I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I did feel like she had an energy that was similar to this at the end of the episode before last. Like, when she when she goes back to the hotel room and uh, she's, like, rigging the smoke mm -hmm. detector and she's smoking when Kevin comes in and she's, like... But that was, that was like, yeah, right. I agree with you, but that felt like it, the bulk of it was anger right like she was mad at those people and she was directing yeah. you know like but this is doesn't she doesn't seem angry in these scenes um that's that's kind of the difference i'm seeing but you're right there was a bit of that keyed up energy in that which yeah. made sense because it was the climax of the episode and all that right. stuff uh if he came in and she was like sleeping it'd be a weird scene <laughs> <laughs> honey wake up i need to break up with you <laughs> Um, but I was just going to say, maybe the answer is, cause they do this a lot where like we, we sit here and wonder when did the characters change their mind? And it was in the scene we saw it. It just didn't appear that, that, that was what they were telling us. So maybe, maybe she changed their mind when they said, told her no and didn't want to take her money. Maybe that convinced her it was real. Like, you know, um, that if, mm. if they weren't going to take her money, then it's not a scam. So it must be real if they're, you know, willing yeah. to like, not let me do it. So maybe... Maybe that's supposed to be where she yeah. uh, she changed her mind on it. Yeah, yeah, that does make sense. Well, good. <laughs> we wow, wow. guys, I didn't know that was gonna make any sense. So well done. I'm glad, I'm glad we got some uh, consensus here. Yeah, yeah. That should have um, been the podcast consensus. <laughs> no kidding. Hey. <laughs> We're all about building consensus here. Mm -hmm. that's, <laughs> that's, that's what Mr. Podcast is all about. Yeah, building consensus, one consensus at a time. <laughs> consensi? Consensi? Yeah, consensum. Consensuses? Consensum? Oh, yikes. Yeah. yeah. I went I like, there. I like it's Latin. I think consensi. Consensi. Consensi seems like it should be plural. Yeah, isn't that what we're talking about? Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're thinking of the singular? I was thinking of singular. Consensi. Sorry, you're right. Consensi. Or consensi, depending on whether it's uh, masculine or feminine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm rusty on my Latin. So. <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all? <laughs> I just learned that recently, that that's a thing. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know the alumnus, alumna, yeah, yeah. alumni. Alumnae. You know, but alumnae. it is 2017, so we can also just say alumnae. Latin. Nine. Latin. What? <laughs> yes, 2017, the year of Latin. <laughs> yeah. Latin this is when it makes a comeback. Latin. I heard 2017, <laughs> and I just, you know, <laughs> it just made me think about Latin. Because, you know... Because it's the contemporary... Uh, it's clearly yeah. on the rise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? We're doing our part to keep it in the zeitgeist. Yeah. <laughs> and zeitgeist is one of the many words that will be gone... Gone now. Once Latin <laughs> rises again. <laughs> Finally, someone can rid this world of the scourge that is zeitgeist. <laughs> 
that crazy German nonsense. Yeah, we don't need that. They got along just fine in the Roman Empire without Zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or did they? Maybe that's why they fell. They didn't have a word for Zeitgeist. Um, um. I guess like Tempus Spiritum. Yeah, something like that. That's what I was wow, thinking. now we really are just like trying. I was to thinking speak like <laughs> <laughs> we're a linguistic linguistics podcast all yeah. of a sudden. <laughs> In this episode of Mister Podcast, we're going to be doing our best to bullshit Latin translations of languages we don't speak. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry. Don't worry. We don't speak Latin either. Yeah, share with your friends. <laughs> oh boy! Is there another scene? <laughs> there's yes, a million more scenes. Million. There's, a, there's an end we part made to this scene. Four minutes. We actually haven't made it to the end of this scene yet. All right, lay it on Just us. Just for the record, are 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 we all are we ready? Let's do it. Okay, so so at the end of this scene, uh, towards the end of this scene, Nora asks uh, what Lori would say in a reading, you know, like she was doing with John if she uh, asked to speak with her kids. And uh, Lori uh, says they, they didn't do departures. Um, and uh, and she gives an answer for why they don't do departures. We talked about this in a previous mm-hmm. episode. They they tried it. They tried it. They, don't, they didn't just go straight to we don't do it. They tried mm-hmm. it, and John was apparently attacked, and uh, the conclusion was basically, like, people who knew uh, departed uh, people, like, they did not want closure. Um, if, they, mm-hmm. if they got closure, it sort of, I don't know, made them angry or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Nora says she does want closure. But, um, but does she? But, uh, but yeah, we finally find out, like, what the story is with, like, why they were, you know, why not just take the money and, like, help people, you know, like, supposedly yeah. after three, it's like, well, okay, let's just not bother with that anymore. Mm-hmm. We can just say, you know, we can't help with that, and, you know, nobody gets attacked, and, you know, it's all fine. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't have I don't have a lot to add to that. Uh, uh, yeah, I thought that was super interesting. Um, it made sense that, uh, and I don't, I don't know if that you know they don't want closure so much as uh, closure doesn't satisfy their need, you know, um, because it because I think there's that like what I got from it was like no matter what they said, uh, the, you know, they couldn't prove it was true. And so the, the, the person grieving just really just didn't need to believe them, you know? Because uh, if you say, yeah, your kids are fine, they departed, and your family's fine, they're living life somewhere else, great. Like, that sucks, in a way, because you'll never see them again, you know? Uh, versus if they're dead and you believe in an afterlife, you could see them again, you know? Uh, or if you say they departed and they're just gone from existence, well, no one wants to hear that, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So yeah, I could see like not really having any good answers. Um, yeah, you know, it, it makes me want to hear what they actually said in those three readings that they did, mm-hmm. because uh, you know we have all these platitudes that for you know when people die, similar to what you're laying out of like it depends on what your faith is and whether you think you'll ever be able to see them again. 
but there does seem to be, and this is what the death ray machine is, is kind of all about is like, you're not going to see them when you die. Like if you believe mm-hmm. in an afterlife, that's not, they're not in heaven waiting for you because mm-hmm. they didn't die in that way. Yeah. And so I, I'd be really curious what they actually said. And, um, Yeah. Yeah, and the the whole idea of of of, int, of of pretending that they are actually communicating with the departed people, you know, is that is an extra insult, I think, because, you know, it, it's all a sham. And so if you're like, well, tell you know, ask ask the you know my kids where they left their shoes or something, you know, like you're gonna quickly get in a situation where like you're just gonna be making shit up, and you really can't keep that farce going yeah. that you're that you are really talking in real time to. A departed person. Well, couldn't that happen if they claim to be talking to dead people as well? I mean, I, I mean, that was bullshit too. Like, I, I, I don't, I, I still don't really well, understand why it's different. I mean, people don't know. I mean, you, you have a body, sure, but I mean, people don't know what happens after death any more than they know what happened in the departure. Well, but so I, I think the difference is that with the departure, they're, they're still alive, right? So you're talking to like a real live person. Then you can ask them like, you know, what's where, what world are you at? Or is it like Earth or whatever, you know? And they'd have to just make something up, which they would have to make something up if they asked a dead person, you know, what's, what's death like or heaven like or something, you know? Um, but I think that that's the difference is they're not dead, you know? They're still actively living and you are saying, you know, that you're talking to them. So you think they're definitely still actively living? I mean, that's... I don't feel like that's clear, but it, it oh, doesn't seem like... that's clear, but I, I think that I think that's one possibility. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I, you know, it, it raises the... It, it raises another question, which is like, what is... Real quick, if they're pretending to talk to them, then they have to be living, right? Unless but, you're saying, no, don't they pretend to talk to the dead people? But they're not. No, but I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, in order for it to be a different case, <clears throat> they're not saying we can't talk to dead departed people, right? Like, they don't seem to be making the distinction that that you know the departed people are dead. You know, that's they're making the distinction that they're not dead. That's why we don't do it this way. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I guess I, I also don't know exactly what they do. I mean, they showed us what um, what the guy in season two did, um, but they didn't show mm-hmm. us as much of what these two have been doing. But I kind of got the impression that it was sort of generalized stuff, that it mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily like, oh, okay, I can hear your father's voice now, and he's saying... Uh, you know, <clears throat> blah blah blah, like like a medium would do or something. But it's more like, you know, speculative. Like this is what this is what it was like in those final months of his life. Mm-hmm. Not that sort of like first person interpreter kind of. I'm gonna channel your son now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's very vague how she describes it, but she just says, you know, if we indicated otherwise just by saying we we're able to communicate with those individuals, it made their loved ones very, very angry. Uh, so, yeah, how much communication, you know, that's up for question, what they exactly mean by that, you know. Because, but, uh, yeah, there are a lot of questions that, yeah, I don't know. 
I don't know what on earth they would say to a question like, where are you and what is it like? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you answer that question? Because that's, I mean. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just make something up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, and, and I, I still it, don't get why, why it doesn't work. <laughs> well, I don't think we're going to get there in this conversation. Though. <laughs> Maybe you need a third rewatch. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I get what they're saying. I just, I, I just don't, I don't understand why it works better to make up lies about. Because you know, extra- the point, the point is that the departure is is substantively different than death. Mm-hmm. That's the point. I'm not saying it's not, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think that's the point. Is they're saying to the human, to the average human being in this situation. The departure is so different than death that it doesn't work, and I think maybe that's kind of to your point. Like it, sh- it should, it should make sense. Like there, what's the difference? Well, the difference is in practice and the execution. They have different outcomes, right? You know? So maybe like you're right, like you're saying, like on the surface there shouldn't be any difference, but in execution, there's they're saying there's a difference, right, right, right. Because the departure is an unknown. It's a thing you know we didn't evolve to understand, right? Yeah, you know, we don't have stories that we tell our kids about. A great departure, you know. Not yet. This world will, you know. Right. But uh, and then maybe future generations, you know, will will look at it differently. Um, yeah, we don't have a way of understanding the departure, so we can't process. Mm-hmm. That so we uh, they, yeah respond in anger because it's frustrating, you know. Right. Cool. Next part. All right. So. Uh, in the next part, oh, we... Wait, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry, there was something I wanted to bring up. Okay. Uh, I loved, love, 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 love that Nora was like, you did departures when you and your pals had life-size replicas made of my family <laughs> and that's my kitchen table. Uh, I thought that was nice to bring up, to throw that in her face. Um, <laughs> and then Laura, what did Laura was like, oh, you know, just like, you know, don't mind us. We didn't know what we were doing. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I wanted to say, well, I mean, you know, that wasn't exactly the same thing. I mean, that was when I was in the Guilty Remnant. That wasn't, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Completely different context. I mean. So Lori all in white, right? Uh, the other thing I liked was um, when she, when they said, you know, uh, I love Maddie's like, do our parents, they're dead. <laughs> right. That was weird. Matt was a little weird in this episode, too. Uh, was, and then, yeah. and so, no, like, Lori didn't know that the, how their parents died. I thought that was interesting. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, those are you people. Clearly not close at all. Not too close, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then there was another thing I thought was good um, that was... Oh, this whole thing about uh, uh, the accident, scuba diving. Uh, yeah, okay, we'll talk about that at the end. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. That's all I have to say. All right, so you're, you're ready for the next thing. Ready. Uh, okay, so we go. Um, uh, we go back. Uh, we go back to Grace's. Uh, Lori and Kevin Senior interrupted by the arrival of a cop. And uh, um, Grace uh, shows the cop around and outside, 
um, you know, presumably trying to make sure he doesn't find the body that's in plain view if uh, he goes in the church. I, I, that wasn't the greatest plan. Anyway, um, uh, Lori tells John she cannot disclose Nora's whereabouts. Um, and um, let's see. Uh, she was, she was, let's see, he, he left her behind after Kevin told him where he was, I guess. At the airport, I guess. Uh, yeah, was that, was that in the scene? I, 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 don't, I didn't catch that on the rewatch either, but maybe that happened. Um. <laughs> what happened? Uh. She, she was upset that, that John, uh, let, let you know, went, went to find Kevin. Like, I guess she thought he was at the airport and he didn't, he didn't tell her that he wasn't. Oh yeah, that did happen. Yeah, because John's like, how did you, how did you find us out here? Right. And she doesn't tell him that, that Michael had told her, which mm-hmm. he'd done in secret. So it's sort of like, why didn't you tell me? Like, I, you led me to believe you were still at the airport like you were coming out here you knew where kevin was and you came here why did you leave me in the dark yeah Mm -hmm. uh so um he he didn't bring her because she didn't believe in kevin basically um uh, yeah you brought her along for the trip to begin with dude and he's like hey it's my wife she's coming with me he did say that he said that it's true. Um, uh, he asks where she got the black eye. She says from Nora. Um, uh, so this sets up like a very, very mini mystery. How did she get the black eye? Um, so uh, so then then they see uh, outside Kevin Senior uh, hit the hit the cop with a shovel, <laughs> and. Uh, uh, I guess they, uh, bandage his head and Kevin's, Kevin Sr. is going to take him and drive him off, um, you know, to some faraway place in the outback, I guess, uh, to make sure that they can, um, complete their mission, uh, without, you know, the authorities interrupting. Um, it's, I mean, I guess it's, it's, it's about to happen, so it's a short timeline. Um, yeah, so I guess that's the end of this bit here. I feel like this isn't really the juicy part of the scene, though. Okay, should I just keep going? Get to the juice. Okay, (laughs) so uh, we'll go to the juice. So, uh, uh, I mean, I, I I was kind of surprised that they escalated with this cop thing. At least they didn't kill the cop, but... Still though, it's it's it it does seem like they're gonna have something to answer for later. It does seem like Kevin Senior though. Oh, it totally seems like Kevin Senior, but I I, I mean he's 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 crazy. Yeah. He's willing to do whatever it takes. Who cares yeah. the consequences? Pretty much. Yeah. Are the cop sequences? Oh. That was horrible. That was great. <laughs> Are the police sequences? <laughs> oh, oh God. <laughs> It worked. Yeah, did well, you gotta try it out. See. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that one stay, stays with you. Wow. 
Yeah. I'm, I don't think... It's hard to move on from that. Um, wow. Wow. Wow, you're still reeling. I thought cops sequences was a problem, but man. Yeah, right? I didn't know problem. You didn't know what a problem was. Yeah. Um, okay, okay, so getting to the juice here. It's <laughs> sorry. sorry, that sounds horrible. Uh, I went, Starting I to get moist in here. What? Starting to get moist. We're getting to the juice. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> See, I immediately wished I hadn't said it. Then you made it worse. Yeah, I made it worse on purpose. Oh, okay, it was on purpose. Is that worse or better? I think it's a little better, but it's also worse. Anyway, um, so Kevin Senior leaves, uh, and then we go to uh, John and Lori, um, uh, and John admits that he, he uh, felt like he, he could tell her anything except about uh, the fact that he believed Evie could still be alive, um, and I guess that's, uh, I guess that's why he kept the, the whole Kevin thing from her that whole time when they were, like, writing the book and stuff. And I I don't know. Maybe he helped write the book. I, I feel like the authorship question is, you know, like like the Shakespeare authorship question, it's something that, you know, we might end up having to think about, you know, uh, after the show's over. Who wrote which parts? And also, yeah, who got the I information? Think, I think only... My hunch is John didn't do much with the book. He only told Matt what he knew of when he shot Kevin. The details of that. Right. Um, oh, that makes sense. Because I think that's all he can really vouch for. Um, you know, Michael knows about the resurrection, you know, being buried and coming back. And I think he told, uh, Kevin told Michael about the hotel stuff afterwards or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of think Matt was the one who wrote it. Uh, and he just, you know, got some input from the other guys. Right. Uh, but I do want to point out, I think, a bit of a sliding in John's thinking here. Because in this scene, right, he's, he's, he's telling Lori that he thought he could tell her anything except that Evie was still alive, right? So before he thought, well, Evie did it before, you know, she showed up mm -hmm. and he thought she was gone, you know. So, but he's basically saying, you know, even though a missile hit the, the visitor center and the guilty remnants exploded, maybe somehow she got away, right? But somehow he slid that into thinking, well, now she's dead. Yeah. But she's at the hotel now, and I can talk to her still. So what happened there? Right. Like, when did that change? You know, like, he thought his daughter was alive in the real world, and now he's like, no, she's dead, and she's with, you know, Kevin can reach her. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. I didn't even, I didn't even think this through. So, so, so the problem is that um, I mean, so I remember at the beginning of the season when he was like, yes, she did it before. And it was sort of like, it was sort of wrapped into this whole, like, you know, um, all these crazy things are happening. I mean, you know, why not? You know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah, but, uh, at the same time, uh, it, it it seems like it seems like he wants he wants some kind of closure he wants you know i mean he wants to deliver this message that i was about mm -hmm. to say um uh um uh and uh uh it, it, I, 
so, like, I'm tempted to say that, like, because Kevin Sr. has offered, you know, this, this way mm-hmm. of, um, you know, providing that closure, like, he's willing to buy into Evie being dead if, uh, and, you know, Kevin did see so her. So you're saying, I was going to say, one, one closure in the hand is worth two non-closures in the bush? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's. I think that's a thing that people say. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can I can I just tell you how they could have fixed this? Okay, um, sure. I think they could have fixed it by just having John. This could have been a test for John to say, "Listen, you know, I thought I think Evie is still out in the real world, but hey, Kevin's gonna go to the hotel. Mm. A, if he doesn't see her, that's proof to me, and re, you know." Uh, you know, uh, convinces me that I'm right, that she's still in the real world. And if he does see her, okay, I'm sad she's dead, but then give her this message. Right. So I don't know why they couldn't have just kind of couched it in both things and let him say, hey, this will be proof to me if she's in the real world or not. And this will, you know, and I can tell Erica, Erica, you're right. Like, our daughter did die. She was at the hotel. Well, know? maybe that is the idea. Well, they could and they also, just didn't really say it clearly. They could also have had a line where, where she was like, what changed your mind? And he was like, yeah, yeah this thing. <laughs> and then they yeah. tell us. I, mean, that, that's I think that might end up being the idea, but it's not how they're setting up the situation. You know, they're setting it up like he thinks she's dead. Right. And, and that, um, you know, this, he, you know, it's not about getting anything to prove what he thinks about her state of living or death. But that he just wants to give her a message, you know. Right. Clearly, Kevin's going to be like, yeah, I gave her the message, you know. And whether or not he sees Evie or not, right. he's going to tell that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, hey, did you tell your did you tell your folks I said hi? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> totally. They say hi right back. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. There's other things in here I want to bring out, but I don't remember what they are, so we can move on. Oh, there's some... uh, yeah, just to get to the end of the scene. So, yes, oh. uh, as we mentioned before, the, the message is uh, he wants her to know she was loved, not why she left her family. Because, you know, I mean, whatever. I, I, we understand, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, then she, uh, she basically invites Lori to say, like, tell me we've gone too far, uh, we can just go home, we can not do any of this, and, uh, Lori declines to do that, she decides to let him go through with it, you're so close, just, you know. Mm-hmm, gotta see it through. Get to the end, which, this is, you know, this is where it's sort of like, yeah, I mean, this was her chance, you know, um... But she didn't take it for a reason. Why didn't she take it? Because she's got a long con she's playing here. hmm Oh. Because she knows... <laughs> Wait, what's the long con? I, the I'm... long con is she wants to talk to Kevin alone, and she wants to get all these people, you know, out of the... You know, she she, she wants to find a way to get control of the situation. Mm-hmm. With, what, by, but also not um, derailing what they want, you know. She's mm-hmm. like, 
willing to let them make their own choices after she gets a chance to like talk to Kevin and figure out what's going on. Okay. So I think that's I think that's why that's the Judas part she's playing right, and that's what was surprising I think to the audience. You know, when you're when you're seeing her do these anti Lori things, like just be reasonable, understandable. And when people say, "Tell me I'm crazy." She would love to, I mean, she wouldn't use the word crazy because she's a therapist, but, you know, she would love to have, you know, for to for people to invite her opinion that that they're, you know, thinking about these things in the wrong way. And then her she verifies them, you know. Uh, and so when she doesn't, when she's like, no, John, I'm not going to say stop. You know, you got to see this through. You're, you're like, wow, that's interesting, Lori. But I think that's all the the, the, the long con she's playing as, as the Judas here, where she's gaining everybody's trust and, and, and you know, she's going around everybody hearing what they got to say. But, you know, she's, she's still in control. What also reminds me of that line that they repeat a couple of times about you don't tell somebody in the midst of a psychotic break that they're crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, yeah. like, if you just tell them, yes, you've gone too far, it's like they already know that she thinks that they that this is bullshit. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what they led with the scene with. But, in you know, they have to figure out for themselves whether they believe in what they're yeah. doing. And mm-hmm. so I think she's letting it play out because it's the only way that they will be able to come to any kind of resolution about mm-hmm. what they have believed during this time. Yeah, because if she if if she stops this opportunity and takes it away from them, they'll never know the truth. They'll never have have you know gotten the evidence mm-hmm. of their own conviction. You know, uh, so I think yeah, she has to kind of let the let it play out. And and if hey, if Kevin, if you're gonna die, or if I think you're gonna die if you drown yourself, but if that's what you want to do to prove your point, then you know. We live in a crazy world. My my fetus got departed, you know. So it's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. Did we talk about that? Not yet. No, because we haven't gotten to that oh, scene. Because we haven't got there yet. But, <laughs> okay. But uh, but yeah, that's definitely a thing. That's okay. coming. Sort like of the flood. soon. Is it? Like what? Like the, the flood. flood. Oh yeah 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 sure why not. <laughs> <laughs> You seem to doubt the flood, sir. I doubt the flood very strongly. Oh, wow, like, we got it. Of all these people, I'm, I feel like Kevin Senior is the least songs. likely to <laughs> it, it end up being vindicated. Yeah, you mean with this crazy white fella thinking? With this crazy white fella thinking, exactly. Yeah, like, like, and and I feel like I'm just clinging to this. I mean, who knows? Maybe he's right, and the fucking machine works. Everything's true, for all I know. <laughs> Wayne heals people with Wayne pain. Was right. Wayne was it's right. It's all true. True. <laughs> and the Man, three girls be... did depart. Oh, that'd be a great. Oh, wow. All true. Everything was always true all the time. <laughs> it's the show's starting to make me feel crazy because it, it keeps like insisting on these points that I feel like it's it's gonna discard like mm-hmm. like right away. You know, it's like why is the book still here? God damn it! Yeah, why is the book still here? Indeed. What, what is the what is the point of that? <sighs> I don't understand. And it calls into question if they're going to find the other book he threw in the trash. I mean, at least that one yep. wasn't burned. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, why the fuck not? I mean, he burned mm-hmm. it. He burned it. And it's apparently still, like, somewhat intact. Like, wow. Uh, uh, fireproof pages. Fireproof pages. He forgot about the fireproof That's what he wasn't <laughs> counting on. But the one thing he didn't count on. 
fireproof pages. <laughs> nice try, Kevin. The pages were fireproof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Unlike your life, you couldn't burn it down. Wah, <laughs> wah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kevin. Oh, my God. Oh, Kevin. <laughs> I'm back, Kevin. Oh, no. I, I thought we were going to see Patty. I thought when uh, Nora goes up to the Guilty Remnant ladies, I thought that one of them was Patty and we were going to see her. Me too. Me too. Yeah. But, yeah. Maybe we'll see her no in the hotel. Luck. No. They were just we, faceless. We not see her again in the hotel. I, I do feel like the show owes us. But the thing, like, I guess, like, they committed to he got rid of Patty. So it's sort of like... Mm-hmm. If they show Patty again, it's gonna it's gonna go back on that promise. I think that's the only reason we might not see Patty again because it does. Or it's like you know, oh Kelvin, of course I'm always here. <laughs> you can get rid of me, but you can't get rid of me. Accent. <laughs> you mean like exactly what she sounds like? Yeah, her accent. <laughs> Best impression I do. Because that's why. like that's a very realistic impression. I mean, oh, if yeah. you close your eyes, it's like Patty's in the room with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is scary. It is scary. I'm just gonna point out, she might be hiding the keys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw those girls depart. <laughs> they departed right in front of my eyes, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> I've always departed on the kindness of strangers. Sorry, bad pun. Really bad pun. Oh my god. That's great. Wow. 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 Oh man. I couldn't believe when she lied about that. Watching that again, like, blew my mind. Because it's the kind of thing, I mean, Lost has a lot yeah. of stuff like that. It's the kind of thing where, like, when you go back, you realize what they're doing. And. Wow. At the time, it's wrapped in a mystery, so you don't know for sure. And, like, by the time you find out, it's, it's you know, because, like, the reveal, the reveal that she was lying is after Kevin's already vanquished her. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So it's too late to even have a confrontation. Like, you lied about the departure. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? What was that bullshit? Yeah, I think at the time I knew that she was lying about that. Of course that. you did. But, you know, <laughs> some of us did <laughs> And some of us want, you There's know... No she's around when Kevin is unconscious and she's just hanging out looking at shit and mm-hmm. tweeting or something, you know. <laughs> tweeting? <laughs> what wow. is she going to do with her time when Kevin's sleeping? I mean, if she can be awake when he's asleep, that begs the question how she's filling her time. She's got a Twitter? Nice. <laughs> Yeah, at Ghost Patty. <laughs> wow. All her tweets are just the word silence. Yeah. It, it's a scratcher, but you'll get it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Next scene. Next okay. Part. So we go back to the stakeout. Uh, Lori and Nora are fighting over um, Lori's lighter. She, uh, the uh, you, everybody remembers the lighter yes. from season everybody one. Everybody remembers right? the lighter. Don't oh, yeah. forget me. It was a big deal. Oh yeah. 
That's what the lighter said. Exactly. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Yeah, what did the lighter say before it was dropped down the grate? <laughs> Don't forgive me. <laughs> and she didn't. That's what the lighter said. Yeah, that's, um... That scene where she uh, where she throws the lighter in the grate, that's a difficult one to watch. Because you can tell she doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she goes right back for it, right? Like later that night or something? She goes back yeah, forward. later, yeah. I mean, yeah. Lori, Lori's arc in season one is like slowly becoming <laughs> dissatisfied with the Guilty Remnant way of life. Question. Uh, the scene where Lori goes back for the lighter, do we see that she actually gets it? I don't I forget. think so. Yeah, I, was this I remember reveal? thinking, like, she couldn't get it. Like, she couldn't yeah, get was, to it. Was this a reveal that she actually did get it? I think it is. I, it, wow. It was for me, because I had the same question watching it. Like, did we see her? Actually? I don't think we did. I, I mean, remember it being, like, right out of the like, reach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the, the thing was, like, she tried to get it back, which, which, made, was, which made the yeah. character point. But yeah. I thought she didn't actually have the lighter. I don't think we knew she had the lighter until now. I could be wrong. It's so weird for them to get these, like, they kind of have their cake and eat it, too. Where, like, in that scene, you know, she she, she throws the lighter away. You know, her daughter's mm-hmm. gift and all this stuff. It's sentimental and don't forget me and all that. You know, and she throws it away, but then she comes back for it. So it's like, ooh, here's a character reveal, right? We thought one thing, now it's another thing. But then she tries to reach it, and she can't get it. And you go, oh, okay, well, look at that. Wow, the writers are telling us, wow, you know, you, it's too far. It's just a little out of your reach, blah, blah, blah. So you get, like, that, you know, part of the cake. But then when they show she has the lighter, you get this other part of the cake, <laughs> you know? Right. That's the complete opposite of the first part of the cake. Right. Um, and so it's weird they get to, like you know change change a little bit of information about the scene and they get a double all you know double dipping you know yeah they're double they're triple dipping uh also the kevin kevin's reaction of like that's nothing i killed her hamster no you didn't you forgot to feed it what she did was way worse mm-hmm. like that gift uh jill don't tell the hamster that no, I, I, it's nothing against hamsters. I love hamsters, sort of. They're, feed me, Kevin! Feed me! <laughs> Why does it say Kevin like, like it's a member of the Guilty Room? Um, no, but I, uh, I just, like, that is so cold. When she gets that gift. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, it really is... Jill is working through some stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Like, of course it's irresponsible. I, I apologize. Please, PETA, don't complain to the... to the. I know, I know. Pilot. It's like an inanimate object is somehow more valuable than letting this... All hamster life Poor matter. hamster starve to death. I'm just saying that it wasn't like he intentionally killed the hamster. Right. Whereas mm-hmm. she intentionally... Threw away. Yeah, I guess if he murdered the hamster, yeah, it would be worse. Sure. Well, there's a bit of symmetry. They both were neglectful, so there's some symmetry there. <laughs> um, um, hamsters and lighters are both small enough to fit in your pocket. That's a, well, that's I mean, a they both like like neglected something Jill cared about. I think that's the connection. But um, yeah, which is worse? Um, 
they're worse in different ways, you know. Um, yeah, I think I think her thing is morally worse. Uh, in terms of what Jill would care about, I think Jill would much be way more upset that her mother threw it away than yeah. Dad forgot to feed the hamster. She had a lot invested specifically in giving her that particular lighter. I mean, it was wrapped up in that whole thing that mm-hmm. she joined the Guilty Remnant. I mean, the whole idea, like, don't forget, you you know, there is no family in the Guilty Remnant and, you know, yeah. tr- trying to, like, hold on to that that connection. I mean, I, I, I agree that it's it's just, you know, that hamster. I know, I know. R.I.P. <laughs> Mr. Funny. <laughs> Mr. Fuzzy? No, Mr. No. Funny. Nice try, Kevin. Nice try. Nice Why was the hamster called Mr. Funny? Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm afraid. <laughs> I don't know. It's a rhetorical question. Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. Wow, wow. I was sure. I was sure there was, like, a really intense hamster pun coming. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Because he liked to hamster it up. No, no, no. It was very uh, hammy. Yeah. I feel like there's yeah. something in there. But... We'll come back to it. We'll circle back. All right. Um, so uh, yeah. So Nora uses it, and then she's like, "You don't need it because you quit smoking." And then they fight over it. Um, I love how that's a that that's the second time that happened. Like, oh, but because you don't smoke, you don't need to own a lighter. That that happened another time. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I jumped us forward because I forgot which lighter scene we were on. This is the lighter scene with Nora. Yeah, but doesn't it happen twice where somebody's like, you don't? Oh, need she says it later. Because... She says it later. Which, yeah, we, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, later she says, I don't need it because I don't, yeah. Because I yeah, quit, yeah. But the Nora scene, Nora's basically saying, hey, if you don't smoke, you don't have any need for a lighter. Mm-hmm. So I guess she's intending to deliver it to Kevin. I, I, I guess that's the, I don't know. I mean, like, why? I think in the moment she decided she didn't need it because she realized she was going to kill herself. Yeah. I don't think she decided to kill herself until after she talked to Kevin. That that was the moment? Okay. Yeah. When she realizes, when she like, goes... he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. And that, like, all these people seem to be making conscious choices, and I'm... Right. I checked in with everybody. They all seem to know what they're doing, and I'm going to walk away from this. You know, and that's an interesting thing too that she didn't want to be around for the aftermath or the you know the the intramath during <laughs> it, whatever that would be. Is that the just math. the math? The math <laughs> is that the math? I guess, <laughs> or is the math before the aftermath? Oh, jeez. Oh. Is there a pre-math we should worry about? There might be. Yeah. There might be some pre-math. Anti-math. Yeah. Yeah. A-T-E. There you go. Bring it back to Latin. Yep. <laughs> oh, we're the worst. <laughs> Did you say best? I heard best. I That's what I said. Yeah, it's opposite day. Yeah, Nora is so trolling her with this lighter. <laughs> trolling. She's like, you don't need it. You don't smoke. Yeah, she's got a weird energy this whole time. I don't know why she's so hopped up, but 
Yeah, I felt like that came off with that too. Like, I'm not gonna give this back to you. You don't need it. Shut up, Lori. This is after the baby line, right? Where, where, where she said the thing about the IUD, and she's like, "Oh, I just thought I thought you would have stopped trying after you gave uh, after you gave Lily back to her mother." Mm-hmm. Because then she's like, "Oh, you want you want me to give you your life oh, back? Yeah. Like you gave your baby back? Like I yeah. gave my baby back? Like yeah. you fucking bitch!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Acting like that wasn't a really difficult choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that is what happened. It seems like uh, when she uh, like hits her, she sort of snaps out of it. Yeah. It is a weird thing to be like because you gave Lily back. That means you didn't want any more kids. It's like, huh? I would think the opposite. I would think if you were in a custody battle and you had to give a baby back, <clears throat> you might consider having your own at that yeah, point. Yeah, that's, that's not I how agree. I interpreted that. I interpreted it as, like, after the, the trauma that ensued, after you had to give the baby back, and having this, like, just sort of what that would mean for you, having experienced you know, raising children to the age of, like, seven or whatever, and then having them depart, and then getting it, you know, being on the verge, because she was on the verge of running away from her life when she mm-hmm. found Lily, um, and then having that child be taken away, too, like, n- you know, entering a period of your life where you're just unwilling to take on the risk of uh, extending your family anymore. You know, like, a lot of women, once they've That's had, a- like, a certain... <laughs> It's a lot to unpack from that sentence, but I I definitely see it in there. <laughs> well, it's like if you think about it, if you think about it from the point of view of like a miscarriage, if somebody has a miscarriage, uh, you know, there's there's different w- ways to react to that, but like one mm-hmm. very common reaction is like I'm not going to give I'm not going to open myself up to that experience again. Yeah, it's just kind of how it's worded, you know. If if she was like, "Oh, I thought you'd be done after you know, yeah, everything that happened with Lily or something, but well, she the, says it in a really flip way, which is part of why I think, yeah, she um, kind of, yeah, yeah, she makes it seem like, well, you decided to give it back to her, and that means you didn't want to be a mother anymore, right? Right, she's really dismissive mm-hmm. about it, which is, you know, I'm sure why Nora's like caddy back of the letter. yeah i did love the uh when laura's like smoking is an incredibly self-destructive habit <laughs> laura's like that's what makes it so cool and i'm like <laughs> yeah. that's what makes cigarettes cool wow <laughs> this entire time hundred of years more of smoking we, we you know <laughs> we knew it made people look cool but why you know i was like oh that's why because it's self-destructive so you're cool if you don't care about your own health and your own life that must mean you're so cool man like you're you know you're too cool to care it's great Mm -hmm. but yeah that's so judgy to tell somebody who's oh no oh i see that you're smoking but no i quit because it's incredibly self-destructive like Mm -hmm. aren't i so much better than you Mm-hmm. Why don't people like Lori more? <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. She's only constantly judging them. Uh, and I don't understand why she stopped smoking when she got with John. Is that just a... I didn't really catch how that connected. Anybody <laughs> have an idea of why those two things went together like no and i thought i thought she had quit before that although i guess i don't remember she started again 
in in season two they show her like mm-hmm. chewing constant yeah uh, Nicorette Nicorette products placement insert here right mm-hmm. um yeah but but no she started smoking again I mean I think it's you know Nora's reaction of like oh so you quit smoking for John that's like the totally logical thing but she's like oh no I quit smoking for myself because it's incredibly self-destructive it's like well that's not really an answer because you already knew that it was self-destructive earlier they're trying to say you know John felt you know felt better once he was with Lori and he stopped hiding things as Michael said or whatever like you know uh, whatever his repression issues were when he was with Erica, he didn't have them with Lori, except for that one thing about his daughter being alive. So it seems like they're trying to say, uh, you know, uh, relate or connect the non-smoking to her state of mind. Like, she didn't need that now or mm-hmm. then, but I don't really get it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Besides sure. that, um, yeah. Yeah. Why didn't she just tell her the lighter has sentimental value? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, it, uh, I feel like she, she's did, not like, that far gone that she wouldn't understand. Yeah, maybe she didn't want to, didn't feel like she had to explain that much. I mean, she shouldn't have to explain it's hers. Yeah, but I mean... I'm not saying she should have to, it's just, you know. back, It's kind of like, hey, that means that lighter, it's not that I... You know, uh, yeah, I don't smoke anymore, but you know, it's just, it was a gift. That's all she has to say. It probably would have come to that if it hadn't come to what blows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you guys think when when they said you know Lori uh, got the black eye from Nora? Did you think it would be anything other than what we saw, like kind of an accident, or did you think? They had a fight, like a real fight. <laughs> I thought it was possible that Nora punched her. I thought it was possible that Nora hit her. Um, I didn't think it was going to be like, you know, like a serious fight in terms of like, you know, they get in stances and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone shouts Mortal Kombat? Yeah, that what <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. Might have been some kind of confrontation where there there was a physical altercation. I could imagine Laurie saying, "I mean, there were it was some tense moments." I I could imagine Laurie saying something and 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 Nora. Well, you, know. you guys were wrong. <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. It's true. So own up to your wrongness. All right. When no, you're right, no. you're right. Obviously, you were wrong. And like I said, she did like kind of snap out of it when she. Uh, realized she hit her, you know. Yeah. She, she seemed like a lot less like hostile mm-hmm. uh, towards Lori after that point. Interesting. She was more like an other. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> she had an other personality. Oh god. She's saying. Oh she, god. She turned other a new leaf. <laughs> sweaty <laughs> those are the best ones it's true the sweatier the better the oh. sweatier the better what was it uh police catastrophe what did i say yeah, yeah police catastrophe police catastrophe yeah it, catastrophe cop catastrophe and police catastrophe pol- yeah. yeah that's the conjugation yeah that's, that's- <laughs> 
I police astrophe you police astrophe he she it police astrophes mm-hmm. we police astrophes they police don't forget the formal vosotros police astrophes that's it exactly are we still podcasting yeah this is a normal podcast yeah, this is what the people want. <laughs> well, I don't know these people. I don't. I couldn't believe the formal showed up. That was crazy. They're, they're all people we pay. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> they're paid wow. listeners. Reverse sponsors. <laughs> all right, you ready for the next scene? Yeah. Uh, I didn't quite finish with this one. Oh my so, god! Um, every time. That's well, I never get time. finished, and then it's a thing, and then you know. Anyway, um, uh, right. So they see the uh, they see the the doctors, the so called physicists, uh, leave their home, and uh, I'm just saying that I'm just saying that because of the, okay. you know, I mean, you know, they 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 certainly seem to be physicists. They're certainly doing things that you know could theoretically involve physics. You know, are um, we all doing things that involve physics? Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Don't... <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 come on, come on. Sure, of course. <laughs> the mere fact of motion and yeah, involves physics. Okay, fine. But you know what I mean? Fancy uh, physics. I'm not talking yes. about I'm not talking about like, you know, Newton. I'm talking about like He's talking about a physics with the with the with the tuxedo on. Come yeah, on. Exactly. Fancy physics. No, no, no. He's talking about a physics so fancy that it shows up at overalls. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's a callback to something that I wow. don't think was this podcast. Was that not on the podcast? <laughs> okay. Well, we'll just let the mystery be. Oh, man. Oh, Gotta keep that shit straight. It's hard. It's hard. Uh, okay, so, right. Um, no, they're... they're the, the, the true, undoubted physicists leave, and so they tail them... And uh, during the pursuit, uh, Michael phones Lori to say where um, Kevin is. Uh, so Michael is like, I'm just going to mention it here. Michael is kind of a sub-Judas here, you know. I mean, he, he does kind of betray them uh, mm-hmm. to Lori. Yeah, what's the name of the, what's the name of the biblical character who tips Judas off? He's, I think he sends him a text. Is there? <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that what it was? I think it was Michael. I think he I think was, it was also Michael. Named Michael. Michael the Michael the texting. Michael the the tipper off apostle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he cut. He only got one silver. Michael the unbeliever. Yeah. One piece of silver. One piece of silver. Yeah. Was it worth it, Michael? Was it worth it? Uh, no, I'm just saying. If Lori's Judas, then Michael is at least like. A Judas a better, you know? Did someone help Judas and, like, they never figured it out, you know? Like, there's some unanswered questions there. Well, there's also a big gap in this analogy, which is that... Well, never mind. This isn't theology. Let's let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Let's go on the theology tangent. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, I can try to do it in Aramaic. This <laughs> Yes, please. Oh, yes. Yeah. The ancient the language, the better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
so let's see. Uh, Nora hears Kevin's with his dad and says, tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow's, you know, the day of the departure, uh, which I guess is actually the 15th in Australia. Um, uh, and so she says they should all, they should all be with family. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they uh, arrive at their destination, and there's a machine there. So there's something. There's a thing. There's a thing down there with like some stuff that looks like well, science. Look, there's some trucks and there's some boxes. S- yeah. Science. Yeah, like giant black science. Boxes. I mean, it doesn't look totally dissimilar from the room they put Desmond in when they zapped him with electromagnetism. Whitmore did that, and. Um, mm-hmm. You know, season what six. What show was that? That was on. <laughs> that was on the well-known ABC acclaimed mystery drama adventure called Lost. Oh, never saw it. Yeah, well, you should check it out because, like, I think eh. you would maybe. <laughs> you know, That's I like it's my thing. <laughs> I just they're you know they just never explain the polar bear. I just yeah, I know, right? Why didn't they do that? <laughs> So why did I watch the show? They're dead the whole time. I guessed it from the pilot. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god! Now I want to go scuba diving. That's like (laughs) you're gonna find the island under there. Oh, oh! I was gonna say that's like that's like um, Agatha Christie's. uh, What's what's the one of the train? Murder on the Orient Express. You know, like. Someone stands up in the beginning and it's like, we all are the murderers. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Wow. looks around. He's like, I'm off. I'm getting off at the next stop. I solved this mystery. <laughs> wow. You should believe that. You probably have some listeners. This is why I'm a great detective. I just, yeah. I just gotta see how good I am. This is why I'm legendary. I just hopped on this train and I figured out the whole mystery. <laughs> Worst detective ever. <laughs> He's the best. But exactly. Anything he just guesses the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a hilarious like sketch the right. Like, um all right. <laughs> Where are we? What are we doing? The, right. oh, are we talking about Scene? Can we talk about this scene? We're talking about the machine. They arrive at the machine. Um, it's a machine. Maybe. Is it? Yeah. Oh, there's, look, there's some stuff. Bo- boxes. There's and some they boxes. Are like, oh my god, it looks so official. And it's like, really? It looks like <laughs> some trucks unloading some boxes. It's a thing. It looks like it looks like a Australian rock band is touring. Like it just <laughs> looks like there some roadies are loading up some stuff. Boxes Who could it be? ACDC? Uh, <laughs> silver chair? It's uh, men at work. Men at work. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Big country? They're from Australia, right? Oh, yeah, they are from Australia, right. You're right. Who else is there? Um, it's all of them. The Bee Gees? Do they count? Uh, <laughs> really, they don't count. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Like, ugh. <laughs> They're only, like, cultural icons. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, they only defined a decade. <laughs> Which decade was that? That would be... Yeah, the... it's hard to remember. <laughs> <That> was... 
Um, I'll let the mystery be. <laughs> um, are we still trying to think of Australian bands? No, are no, we? We're podcasting about this episode. Should I? So, yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was. Or... Did you finish or not? Oh my well, God. I didn't finish, but we could we could take a pause here <laughs> no, and come back. <laughs> okay, so uh, I guess uh, I guess Nora makes her intentions clear, uh, which I, I guess is to go use the the machine. Uh, she tells Lori she can take the van. Um, there's the beach ball story in here. Oh yeah. Um, uh, oh, I love it. Matt decides to stay with Nora. Um, uh, Lori uh, agrees not to tell uh, tell everyone what Nora's doing by this uh, loophole of like, you give me your cigarettes and then I'll be your patient. And no, you give me your cigarettes, and then you'll be my patient. And mm-hmm. then, uh, you know, yeah, confidentiality or something. It's pretty stupid in a variety of ways, uh, principally being... She could have just lied. Like, she didn't need to... You know, it's just like this silly contrivance. It's professional I think responsibility. It's, it's, I think it's to make Nora feel safe, you know, more than anything. Like, okay. she's going off somewhere forever. And... Also, she's going to share the cigarettes with Kevin. Yeah, so that's true. She that's another function later. that that has. Yeah. Okay, you're right. You're right. But, um... Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it, I don't know. It's like, it makes it seem like she means it more, that it's like, it's part of her code of ethics that, you know, if if we have this kind of relationship, I can't talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just doesn't extend that far. It just doesn't seem necessary. Right? It's not necessary. But Claude's point, you know. But yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So then, yeah. Same time next week. LOL. So yeah, anyway, that's uh, that's pretty much the end of the scene. Yeah, so let's talk about the beach ball. <laughs> let's talk about the I beach ball. I love this story. To me, this is to me this is almost the whole show in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> this, you know what I mean? Like this yeah. idea of like this wondrous magical idea, and and why can't we just why can't we just hold on to this forever? You know, why did he have to be so mean and ruin everybody's fun? And I just loved when, like, Lori just walks over and she's like, you know, because this ball has consequences. And, like, <laughs> we're not here to play with the ball. We're here for the people on the field to play the game. And the ball is going to interfere with the game and things will be much worse. And, like, and I, I thought that was, like, such, a, you know, sort of compassionate but just, like, rational answer to this to this to this seemingly like innocuous question you're like oh yeah why can't they just have fun forever you know <laughs> like let's just live in this moment forever we'll never leave the stadium we'll <laughs> pass the ball around you know, yeah and it'll stay fun forever too baseballs are not that fun i'm just gonna say it so far you're right it'll stay fun forever like this like, little did you know, like, it was about to not be fun anymore anyway. Yeah, like, but, two more hits, and she would have been sick of yeah, it. Yeah, but uh, I, I thought that was such an interesting story that I, I kind of assume some writer actually had that happen to them and used that for this. Yeah. Uh, it felt like something somebody really witnessed. Um, but, I, yeah, I just love that it really kind of exemplified this kind of 
naivete Nora has, um, you know, that she doesn't always show right off the bat because her usual response is like to be angry and dismissive about these kinds of things. But, but, but yeah, I just like that idea of like this this childhood event that really uh, scarred her, you know, coming, you know, like digging that up and kind of kind of discussing that and and Lori having this like you know, very, very rational reason. Because <laughs> uh, if he doesn't, that ball is going to go in the field and it would be fucking chaos. I, <laughs> I enjoyed how she got explicit there. Um, yeah, I really I really enjoyed that, 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 whole, that whole thing, you know. Because it feels like it doesn't have an answer. Oh, that guy was just mean. But it's like, no, he's got this job. And, and, and I thought it also illustrated how that's, how, that's kind of Lori's position with yeah. these people is to, like, be the barrier of reality for them and not let them go too far uh, and try to let them have their fun in this, like, contained way. But at a certain point, you got to call it, right? At a certain point, like, you can't just keep, you know, the ball's going to go outside the, you know, bounds. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Um... Uh, I also take it a little personally, I guess, because, uh, you know, to a certain extent in the, the war that I have with like, um, how much, how much do I believe in the crazy stuff that happens in the show? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there's an extent where it's like, I want it to be true because it's more fun that way. Yep. You know? It's unlike our real world, then that's why we watch stories. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, it's like, well, why can't I have that, Lori? Is it really such harm in having some mm-hmm. fun fantasy mm-hmm. shows where crazy shit happens? Yeah, Lori, let's have, have to take that from me, Lori? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take your fetus. Leave me out of it. <laughs> exactly. It's not my fault. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just come on. Because I, I, I loved it in season two when she tries to do, you know, she tries to beach ball Kevin and he's like, okay, yeah, come back with me. You know, you can help me out. And then he just like jumps out the window and drives away to go like drink poison. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> <buried> alive. <laughs> Thought that was the better option. Yeah. And, I, and, and I'm like, yeah. And I realized that that's a ridiculous decision. <laughs> But it's you You're know him. it's it's but it but, the, but that's you know but that's what I wanted to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, can't I have that? Can't I have that? No, oh, no, no. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's not real, or is it? I know, and that's the thing. That's the thing that's bothering me. It's like it's it's it. It feels like. You know, it could go the way of like, yeah, I mean, you know, you can have your fun for a while, but in the end, you have to deal with reality. And, you know, that's that's the stand the show's going to take, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. Which is like, it's it's a bitter pill to swallow, but um, yeah, I, I it bothered me in that way. A bitter pill, not unlike the pills Lori drugs. Oh, oh, bringing it back. Bring it back. All right, you ready for the next? Yeah, so I guess the only thing I want to say about this, you know, Matt decides to stay with her, his line, you know, I guess to be with family. 
You know, you didn't actually care about Nora like a day ago, two days ago, when you forgot to even mm-hmm. call her when you were going to Australia. Okay, Matt. Uh, you talked to God. Things are different now. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I find that just, just structurally interesting that they're going to go off on this part of the journey together. And um, yeah, I mean, are we, do you guys think like Nora and Kevin just won't see each other <laughs> until whatever happens with the machine? I don't know. Uh, yes, I would say yes. Whatever, because whatever is going to happen with the machine, I think is going to happen pretty quick. Um, you know, either I guess the I guess there's two options. Either the next episode focuses exclusively on Kevin going through this crazy thing, and then we mm-hmm. don't see we don't see the outcome with Nora until the final episode. I think that's a possibility. The other possibility is we see, well, there's only two episodes, so I guess it's not exactly fucking rocket science. It's either in the next episode or the one after that. Mm-hmm. It's clearly going to happen. But I, I, I would, I would say just based on the fact that she's standing there. The, the thing that I don't understand is what, what's the pitch? I mean, is she gonna, is she gonna go down there and like try to hold them at gunpoint is she no. going to go down there and try to convince them? Is she going to go down there and try to operate it herself when they're away? Mm-hmm. Is she, you know what I mean? Like, what's the plan? Because they yeah. rejected her. So, like, how how does she yeah. think she's going to be able to use it? Well, I think the, I think, it, if I was guessing from how the show likes to write itself, because that's how TV works, right? Shows write themselves. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, maybe she has figured out the answer to the question. Uh, oh. about the and so maybe she storms down there and she's yeah. like, I yeah. got it. I know the answer now. And then That's she'll see what the answer is. And then they'll be like, okay, load her up. Yeah. 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 That's possible. So, so basically she's going to try to convince them. She's going to try to convince him. I don't think she's going to try to use the machine. Unless it's one of those weird things where it's just all set up and like... Just press one button. One button that yeah. says go to depart or something. <laughs> and, and then like, you know, destination question mark. You know? And and like, and the guy who's running it, you know, is uh, takes a smoke break or something and, and like, you know, is away from the machine or... Uh, that's that's kind of hokey. I don't think it'll be like that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're, uh, I think I think we gotta find out what the answer to the question was supposed to be. So yeah. I think that you know that uh, kills the two birds with one stone, mm-hmm. as some people say. Um, so that that makes it sound really plausible to me. Mm-hmm. There would be something along those lines. Or it's like, hey, if you had the wherewithal to track us down, then that means you can go too, or something. You yeah. Know? Yeah, they could do that. But, but yeah. do you? Th- so do you think the 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 machine is going to sort of be within one of those trucks, like it it can be housed in the truck, or do you think they're going to build something out on that little beachy area that that'll be sort of outside external? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I assume they were going to build a thing outside. Like okay. they have those two like things set up, and I I thought those were going to be like barriers, and then the machine would be like in the middle. You know, mm-hmm. just like the Lost thing. I mean, I'm just yeah. assuming it's going to be exactly like the Lost thing. set up a sonic fence? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, it what uses if, sound waves. <laughs> what if the what if this machine is just a metaphor? Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> 
Yikes. What if they told her that as they're setting up a machine? I think she would I think she would cut a bitch if they told her that. Yeah, she would. She's on the edge. Like, oh, you really think it's so hard to make videos of people using fake names and holding the newspaper? I hate like, that line. That makes no sense to me. Like, that proves no nothing. Sense. It proves absolutely nothing. Yeah, I don't get it either. That's mm-hmm. a weird one. I'm surprised she finds that so convincing. She's like, I googled these people. They're and gone. You, know what it goes, you know what it goes back to, though, is is the, uh, the like, colonial lady um, in the beginning of the season, you know, where she and her family are believing in the rapture yep. and they go on the roof. And there's this idea that, you know, beliefs have credence depending on how many people believe them. So I think there's something there with Nora. Like, the fact that other people, whether it worked or not, did believe in it is sort of convincing to her. Mm-hmm. But I think to rational people <laughs> with no vested interest in whether it works or not, I think we can go, yeah, that, that doesn't prove anything. Yeah. And the fact that none of them came back, you know, it'd be different if she was like, yeah, you know what? Uh, I looked up all these people. They were all real people. And some of them I found in the real world. And they, guess what? They claim to have right. gone to the departed world. But of course you can't have that because right. that's proof that it worked. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, all right. You ready for the next scene? Anything else in this one? I think that's good. Um, okay, so we go back to back to the Grace compound. Um, she's making some dinner, and this is when she mentions the thing about the shoes, the fact that they never found the shoes, and that that's what she really wants is where were those shoes? So that's her uh, that's her plan for Kevin. She she, uh, she wanted to find their missing souls, but not the souls uh, you're thinking about. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're welcome. Oh, I've been wait, I've been trying to get that in. I was I've been trying to like think of souls and and uh, and something else, some other shoe pun. I was oh, like, God. there's got to be a joke there somewhere. You're a national. You found it. <laughs> I just feel like that's the joke, like, from the writers, you know, like, that, those are the souls she cares about, you know. <laughs> oh, God, it's true. Just, you know, their kids' souls were put to rest, but not these souls. These souls are still... These souls are wandering in the wilderness <laughs> still, and I have to find them so they can be in peace. Oh, my God, yep. I cannot handle this joke right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh... God. Um, okay, so uh, then we move on to the Last Supper, so-called Last Supper, um, and Kevin Senior assigns them roles. Um, I guess uh, he, um, he suggests maybe Lori's Mary Magdalene, but no, that's clearly Nora. Uh, he says she's uh, she's doubting Thomas, which we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, he mentions that uh, in Mapleton, she was the only person that uh, said his voices were really there. And the next thing he knew, he was uh, institutionalized. So uh, th- I guess that's something we didn't know before. Yeah. Um, that somehow she played a role in his g- getting institutionalized. Which is weird because it, uh, isn't her M.O. To, to not say that to people? Like, wouldn't she have not indulge his delusion no she does no she says you do indulge your delusion 
right? If they're in the middle of a break, you you have to find common well, ground. Yeah, but it, uh, saying that they're real is different than than uh, than saying than telling the people that they're crazy, right? That's well, true. But don't, they also, don't they also tell us in the first season that he ended up institutionalized because he tried to burn the library down? Oh yeah. Yeah, but I guess that's the idea. Maybe the voices told him to do that, and she's the one who said the voices were there, so he listened to the voices. I, actually, that's confusing, because he said he stopped listening to the voices, and then once he started listening to the voices, that's when he went to Australia, right? Well, maybe he stopped listening to them after he was institutionalized, and then he started uh, again after he got out. Okay. Yeah, it's just really it's weird for me to hear to he's like Laurie, I'm hearing voices, and she's like, "Those are real voices." Mm-hmm. Like that's 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 scary. Unless you know that that was gonna get him locked up, and that was her point. Like, okay, I'll indulge this because this will get him, you know, committed, right? And he can get the help he needs or something like that. Yeah, I think that's sort of a, a cast off line. That I think. In terms of assessing her practice as a therapist, we probably need to go back to the original tapes. Like, what did she actually say to him? Yeah, and actually, it is similar when Kevin saw Evie. She did say, well, that's her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. What, that's what I had in mind. Okay, okay. It seems along those lines. Um, it, it seems like the goal is to, like, you know, go in another direction eventually... But, mm-hmm. um, you know, she, like, she sort of did that with Patty, too. Like, she didn't go full on, Patty doesn't exist immediately. Yeah, that's true. Um, but, but, eh, but I see your point. Um, uh, right, so then she says, no, actually, I'm Judas. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah, you ready? Um, this so when she said this, I remember originally thinking, "Oh God, the cops are going to show up!" Like, mm. like I thought, I thought that it was gonna, the reveal was going to be, "Oh, she called the she called the cops. They're going to find the body and they're going to haul them all away, and and that's you know, and that will prevent them from, you know, going through with this crazy thing. And it's going to be just like you know, Kevin Senior getting institutionalized." Yeah. You know, um, and it would be more like what Judas did. Because <laughs> Judas didn't poison everyone or, you know, drug everyone um, so he could talk to Jesus alone. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not, again, not to get too biblical, but, um, yeah, it's a, it's a weird comparison. Anyway, uh, I guess her frame of reference there is that uh, he, he, believed, he believed that everyone is wrong about Jesus and acted on it. Um, uh, Michael notes that he killed himself afterwards, and I guess she didn't know about that part of the story. Um, oh, God, that, I love that. Oh, I loved it so much. <laughs> She's like, listen, you know, uh, I didn't know about that part of the story. It doesn't help the point I was making. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're going to pretend it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it definitely ties in with uh, where her story's going. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, good point. Yeah. So then, uh, 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 Kevin Senior, like, 
you know, face plants into his dinner. Uh, Michael and John, like, pass out, and, you know, she says she's sorry to to John, and and she tells the dog that she used his medication. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's, um, that's the end of that bit. Yeah, I enjoyed this scene, uh, Lori's whole transformation as Judas. And I love that whole thing. Doubting is easy. It costs you nothing. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like she's like this, this like maniacal villain who like unveils herself, you know, um, uh, has already sort of thought these things through. And um, uh, yeah, the whole, <laughs> uh, yeah, the whole Judas thing uh, I thought was interesting. And yeah, I love that, the end of that with like, you know, I wasn't aware of that part of the story, Michael. I don't know why he killed himself. Like, you're ruining my story here, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want that detail. Cause... Yeah, that doesn't help what I'm what my point is. Yeah. Like, leave that out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God damn it, why am I thinking I love, with people he... who know the Bible? Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> <laughs> annoying. Doesn't she say, did he leave a note? Oh yeah, she does. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't know why. Did what is the Bible? Did you even know? Like, it's just it's great. It's just she just like it's it's a really weird moment because she's making this big point about being Judas or whatever, but then she like takes him so seriously about let's investigate. Mm-hmm. Uh, did start at the beginning? Did he leave a note? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did you? What is you know, like? It's the kind of thing that like. She should know, sort of, you know, because this is a, a famous story, but also she doesn't know the details. So, right. It's just, yeah, it was a very funny little juxtaposition here of uh, things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I kind of figured they were getting drugged because Michael seemed weird almost from the beginning of the scene. Yeah. Kind of caught that he was being weird. Kind and of like she's... half, like... Uh, yeah, cautious. once she said, I'm Judas, I was like, oh, okay, you're, you're, you're drugging these people. Okay. Yeah. And they, they, they had shown the pills, or, and, like, Kevin Sr. <laughs> mentioned, like, how how the the pills knocked him out, and yeah. the setup is all there. It's all set up nice and neat. <laughs> Uh, cool. Anything else on this scene? Uh, I, I mean, I did enjoy the scene. It's a, it's an amusing Last Supper. I thought, I also thought, like, she was going to be Judas because, like, they had to, they had to, uh, dunk Kevin before, uh, you know, before the day of the Great Departure. Um, mm-hmm. but turns out that's not true. I guess they can do a day of, and it's good enough. I don't know. It seems like that's what they're gonna have to do. The day, uh, yeah. When is the flood supposed to come? Yeah, like yeah. L- late in the day. I, I don't. I mean, it's just it's sort of like high, high tide. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Why not? <laughs> yeah. It's just. I, I guess I thought. I guess I thought part of the. Maybe the real Judas thing would be like I'm not gonna let you, you mm-hmm. know, follow through on your plan. Like it, it, you're you're gonna have to be proven wrong. Like you're gonna have to see that there's no flood without doing anything. Yeah. So why did Judas hang himself? Oh, I don't think it says, but um, the presumption is that you know guilt. 
But he but he took his thirty pieces of silver. He took the silver, yeah. But what's he gonna do with it if he's dead? Well, he's not gonna do anything with it. Or I'm, or just taking it make him guilty? Is that like I oh, think that's no, the idea. Yeah. I'm guilty now that I'm rich. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. it's, it's kind of a reminder. I mean, you know, the Bible is not good on no offense. The Bible is not good oh, on like psychology or internal like uh motivations. <laughs> Like, what was that thing we were talking about before when uh, Job, when he's like, but God, why did you do all this? God's <laughs> like, don't ask me questions. <laughs> this is a completely anticlimactic response. That's yeah. pretty much it. That's, yeah, but I mean, that's, that's classic. That's Job. That's the book of Job. That's pretty much it. Yeah. That's why it's the book of Job. Yeah, so it's sort of like Judas, Judas is Judas. He 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 betrayed Jesus because he's Judas, and he killed himself because he's Judas. Like, there's uh, there's not a clear. I mean, you, I think the reader is supposed to assume that, uh, but th- but again, it's interpretation. I mean, the stories are so sketchy. I I always assume the reader is supposed to assume. That uh, you know that that on some level he 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 wasn't so sure of himself. I mean that's part of the point Michael was making, you know, um, and uh, and he felt guilty about you know betraying a friend at the very least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But 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 it's not stated. It's not stated, yeah. you know, like like a lot of things that happen in the Bible. You can ask why people did things, and, you know, um, it's not really known. I mean, presumably there was a real character like that, and, um, you know, maybe he didn't really kill himself. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Maybe that well, was something they added later. Well, it it helps the story. I mean, you know, Jesus has to die on the cross, right? Right. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the weird thing about the role. It's like, he's the bad guy, but at the same time... He helps facilitate the whole point. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what he has to do. That has to happen for the, for the story to be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hmm. It's a weird one. All right. Um, okay, so next thing? Yeah. Okay, so Kevin finally horses up, and <laughs> <laughs> he's on a horse, so that's what you do on a horse. Yep. Um, let's see, uh, Lori admits that she drugged everyone, um, <laughs> to talk to Kevin before they had a chance to, like, you know, step in and start on in start on their craziness or try to stop her from being Lori. Um, <laughs> she, uh, she helped Nora find what she was looking for. I, I guess Kevin knows what that was. Um, although I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, uh, she, uh, right. He asked if she's going to try to, uh, talk him out of dying again and she says no she just wanted to say goodbye um so you know then they like exchange these stories um uh you know the hamster thing 
and finally, here we get our answer about the departed fetus. You know, we we talked about that before. How like that episode yep. ends with you know she's staring, she's mm-hmm. staring at the thing, but it, it it doesn't do the thing that usually happens in scenes like that where we cut to it and we see what she's seeing. Yeah, we never see what she's seeing, and the thing ends, and you're left wondering like. You know, did the thing that should have happened happen or mm-hmm. or is it just some other thing? Um, you know, is it just some other explanation and, you know, we're jumping to conclusions or something? But no, finally in this scene we find out that indeed, indeed, mm-hmm. the fetus departed. Um, uh, yeah, right in front of her face. Yeah, right in front of her face, which is, yeah, I mean, that's crazy. Um, uh, she asks if Kevin's scared, and uh, he, he kind of defends the hotel. He says, like, uh, I've never felt so alive. Um, oh, that's when you know you're deluded. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, it, it reminds me of, what was, what was the thing that was like that? Um, was, that on, was that on Lost? It was probably on Lost. What, what was the time when the character was oh, like, I've never yeah, been more yeah, sure of yeah, anything? Yeah, what was that? I feel like it was Ben or somebody or Locke. Uh, uh, it wasn't the pilot. It wasn't having a surgeon on the plane, was it? When Ben's like... Oh, yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Well, that's how he knew God existed. But no, there was there was something there was something where it's like, the character was like, ah, I feel bad that I can't remember it. It's because I, I remember the idea of the thing, but it was yeah, like, it was I've like, never been more sure of anything in my life. Oh, that sounds like Locke. <laughs> it was probably Locke. It was probably Locke. Um, and, 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 you know, he ended up being wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it definitely seems like a sign. Like, I may have been dead, but I've never felt so alive. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. well, maybe you were alive then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what does that even mean? It's a weird thing. Uh, so and it's good that they're gonna sh- that they're all everyone's all on the same page about strapping him to the seesaw. Like, why is that the way to do it? Yeah, it's not I don't get it. Any of the other times, uh, it I don't understand why me. that's. Is it just because the seesaw is there they have to use it? Like, what? Why? What's with the deal? Like. It's weird to me that that's someone just someone just made this be the way to do it. I'm just I'm so confused. It like, seems like Grace did it by by doing. I, I don't even know why she wanted to drown. I mean, Kevin never even drowned uh, up to this point. I mean, that's not even a thing that happened. The mm-hmm. the, the 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 you know the leg disappeared. Yeah, know? I think she wanted to kill him in a way that would be reversible. Like, you know, so they didn't want to, like, shoot him in the head or... Right. Or, or, I guess, something quicker than a body wound. I don't know. Yeah. Or they just wanted to set up this seesaw thing. It, uh, they wanted to set up That's what it seems like. But, but it's... I mean, you know, there was the poison thing. You know, they could do that mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it, yeah, it seems like they want to do a new thing, and it's this seesaw thing, so... Yeah. We're, we're going on the seesaw. Mm-hmm. There's okay. Just, there's just no way around it, apparently. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, right, so she's not going to stay. Uh, she, 
she tells him he can keep Jill's lighter with the don't mm-hmm. forget me thing. Um, cause she doesn't smoke anymore. Ugh. Um, Gotta, gotta, gotta. Which is weird because he just talked about that lighter being important. I know, I know. And... So, so, so that's what I was gonna say. I don't really understand. Um, okay, sorry. Real quick, finish. Is that is Nora gone? We're all gone. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the end of the scene. Um, uh, she doesn't even try to talk him out of it. I mean, she went to all this trouble to talk to him. Uh, while they weren't around and she didn't even try to talk him out of it. So, you know, did she change her mind? I'm, I'm just surprised she didn't, you know, try to do it. I I don't know. It's weird. Well, it is a, a what, didn't, didn't she say? It's almost like she's already given up before, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, I, I think she has, I think it's, Part of why she's not sticking around, I think, um, yeah, she's... But isn't the poisoning plan supposed to be her way of trying to stop this madness? Yeah, because what did she say? She said, she said, I can't find, I'm looking at the transcript here. I thought she said something about, you know, I wanted to um, talk to you without those people trying to stop me. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it seems like... Yeah, the... but she doesn't say, I'm trying to talk you out of this, I don't think you should do this. She just wanted to talk to him, and I think she needed closure. She needed to have a conversation, um, and then and then go along on her journey. Just a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess, I guess, like, I... I... I mean, the one part of it that makes sense to me is, like, if she's already planning on, um, you know, going to kill herself, then I kind of understand why, like, it would have been awkward to try to do this if everybody was awake. Yeah, that's the line. I didn't think they would let that happen, the two of us talking. Um, So, yeah, and it's right before he says you came here to talk me out of it. So it just, I guess... She thought if if she told them, "Hey, I want to talk to Kevin alone," they would think, "Oh, she's going to try to talk him out of it." Right. Let's not let them be alone together. Right. But I mean, who would she be to try to talk him out of it when she's about to go kill herself anyway? I mean, that speaks to where she is. I think, yeah, and I think that's that's I think that's why she's going to give up the letter is because she's like. Ed- she has, you know, made up her mind that she's going to kill herself. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then it's like, it becomes, the don't, you know, don't forget me, you know, from her to him. Mm-hmm. But the, the lighter thing does indicate a shift in what she's thinking, I think. Yeah. You know, because she's so insistent on getting it back from Nora I mean, maybe it means more to Kevin than it does to Nora, and I guess that's valid, but, um, but you know, she could have decided to take it with her, you know, have it on her for sentimental reasons. I, yeah, I think she doesn't decide to kill herself until perhaps after she leaves Nora. Yeah, that, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It seems like it's a sign of some shift, you know, you know, just like the Nora decides the machine works, you know, just like... Matt decides yeah. that the Kevin thing doesn't like all these things are like clear shifts, but they there's not a clear 
I mean, at least I didn't see the clear moment when that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, when when did she decide to do that? You know, um, it's it's uh, I, I I'm not sure. Yeah, I think she decides probably in this scene with Kevin. Just right here. Yeah, I think I think that makes sense. That if he would have said, "I am scared," you know, talk me out of it or whatever, right. she she might have, you know. And I think it's like Jen said, you know, she doesn't really have any purpose, right? Like she can't really help any of these people, uh, and let alone the fact that she's probably thinking that they have the right to their own lives and making bad choices if that's what they want to make, you know, sort of clear-headedly as as much as they are. Um, yeah, so, so I think it may be in this scene where, you know, when she sees Kevin is, you know, gone off the deep end and she's like, all right, we're all gone. Like, you know, I'll, I'll join you guys, you know, in this craziness. But, you know, her version is to like want to, you know, directly kill herself while these other people are sort of maybe in her mind indirectly killing themselves. Like, you know, Kevin's going to die by drowning. Nora's going to die with his death ray machine. Right. You know, but it's the choices that, they, that they're that they making, you know. Right. But yeah, it's interesting. Uh, yikes. So we have the one big last scene, right? Yeah. So the last scene we pick up the next day. This is, by the way, the day of the sudden departure. Um... She goes out. Uh, she goes out on a scuba diving expedition, um, and uh, she's about to go out there. I guess the the guy there, like the captain. I don't know. Does it count as a captain when it's a boat that small? Anyway, the guy's driving the boat. Um, you know, he's like, "You gotta hurry. You gotta go now or never, or whatever." I guess because the storm's coming. Um, I, is this supposed to be our flood, or is this just inclement weather? <laughs> well, I mean, I think they wanna they wanna they wanna walk that ambiguous line. Clearly, mm-hmm. yeah. um, it seems like it seems like the thing that could be the flood, but at the very least, there's there's some kind of weather thing happening that that means like they can't just stay out there um, for for very much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, anyway, she gets a call, she gets a call from Jill, um, and I guess, uh, I guess Tom's there too. This is, this is what actually what, uh, we were talking about in a previous episode in terms of Jill's, like, what she needs on the show is like, you know, was closure with Lori, which, I mean, I feel like it's clear from the scene she already had that off screen, mm-hmm. but, but, uh, you know, we get kind of an on screen indication that they have you know resolved the yeah you know heavy conflict that they had in seasons one and two um and so you know so that whole thing is um you know i i guess i guess uh i guess tommy had some issues with her as well in season two Mm -hmm. um in terms of the whole like wayne plot like fake wayne plot um uh so yeah the the call sort of you know, I, I I thought it was going to be like, oh, this is why she won't kill herself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like but the kind kids of thing that will happens. drive you crazy, you know? Kids will drive you crazy. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. They're they're having such a great time. It doesn't sound like anything too bad is happening uh, in Jarden. I I assume that's where they are. Yeah. Um. You know, because I would assume at the, at the very least, like Tom should be working. You know, someone's got to be in charge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not Kevin's not there. Kevin John. So, and even if he's not in charge, he's at least like he's he should at least be working or at some point that day. So, um, and I guess it's. I guess it's later there. How does the time work? No, it's earlier there. I don't know. I'm confused it about time. It should be earlier in Australia. Earlier earlier in Australia. That's that's the 14th in Australia, right? And the 15th in the States? Is I thought it was I... the opposite. I thought it was okay. the 15th in Australia and the 14th. Oh, yeah, because it's, it's, Australia gets it first. So they're, yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Australia gets it. The new year, the new year always starts around like New Zealand, I think. Oh, okay, or, okay, okay. Oh, the uh, international date line. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So, anyway, like it doesn't sound like there's any catastrophes going on over there. Um, so it's later there. Does that that make sense? Uh, or is it earlier? I think it's got to be <laughs> earlier. I mean, in a in a date sense. I mean, obviously, like it's technically the same moment in time. So when it's the fourteenth in Australia, it's the fifteenth in the states. The opposite. The opposite. Okay. Okay. I keep doing that. So it's the fifteenth. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So that means it's earlier. Okay. Because like Got it. it's it's definitely the fourteenth, right? They they made it clear that it was the fourteenth. That's the day of sudden departure for the for yes. the U.S. Like they always said the fourteenth, and I always thought of it as the fourteenth. But this season, oh, that's they... why it's the fifteenth because it's it's later there. That's why New Year's happens there first. Yeah, they they corrected it. So so okay. I guess like I guess although I think Jill mentions that it's a sudden departure, so. I mean, maybe it's like maybe it's like midnight on the sudden departure for them, um, and it's I don't know. I'm confused about the time. Anyway, yeah, uh, it's a sudden departure day. We can you know. So they they have their little moment, and uh, she gets off the phone and puts on her gear and just jumps right in. For a little, uh, for a little scuba diving suicide. They'll be back up soon <laughs> before that storm rolls in. Uh, I don't think she's dead. You think she's dead? I think there's definitely a chance that she's dead. I think there's definitely a chance that she's not dead. I mean, it's the kind of thing where it's the end of the, it's the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, she could be dead. I mean, if if like let's say this is season two. Same mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Definitely not dead. But yes. end of the show could could be dead. Now she well, doesn't die on screen. Obviously. Yeah, I think if I think they might never tell us if she's alive or dead. They could do us, that. But I think what we saw in this in this episode was when faced with killing herself, she changes her mind at the last minute. That did so, happen. It could either be the point that, nope, this time she goes through with it, or it goes, yeah. well, no, she does change her mind. Because I figured by the time she gets underwater and she, you know, is down, you know, deep enough, uh, she's going to be impacted by that conversation with the kids, you know? Like, it might not have taken a hold over in that moment, but she's still got a couple more seconds, you know, minutes to, to like, really think about what she's leaving behind. 
Um, and I'm not even sure why she wants to kill herself with, with the kids still around. Like, what? why doesn't she want to be with the kids? If, if the, her adult friends and family are crazy, right. why not just leave them behind and go be with the kids? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But they're all gone. They're all gone. <laughs> even, yeah. though, even though they sound fine. But they're mm-hmm. all gone. Yeah. Today's special. Was that a real show? Or whatever they were talking about? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I've never it, heard of it. If it's a real yeah. thing. I assume they made it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like it's a real thing. It's a real thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the night staff of a major department store explore topics for young viewers. Oh. Okay. That yeah. sounds like a yeah weird show. That I probably uh, watched in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's when it was on. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Well, interesting episode. I'm holding out hope for Lori that she's not dead. Um... I think she needs to go. Oh crap! I think she needs to go um, experience the apocalypse. Everybody else, you know. Uh, you think you think she'll uh, she'll live through it? I, I guess my question would be: If she comes back, is she gonna like? Is she gonna go storm the compound? Will she finally call the cops? You know, will that will that happen? She'll go observe. She'll just go. I'm here to watch. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> don't pull a don't pull a Cindy. Is that Cindy? Yeah, it was yes. Cindy. Okay, all right. We'll felt like the watch. wrong name. We're here to watch. Thanks, uh, Cindy. Yeah, I think she could be there for moral support and just watch, you know, see. Or maybe she'll get back right after Kevin has been dunked and he's resurrected. And and then, you know, so she'll maybe have missed the beginning part, but, but you know, she's there for the encore. Right, right. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. I could see that. I could also see that being it. I don't know, uh, but I, I, I think, I think you're right. There's definitely a chance. Uh, right now, I'm leaning sixty forty that that's it for her. I, I, the, the only thing I don't really like about her exit is that, you know, the, 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 the reason that it's an elegant death or a way to kill yourself is because no one will know you made a mistake or you, or should say, intentionally right. turned the, the knob the wrong way. Yeah. But I feel like if she goes scuba diving right after Nora tells her that story and yeah. dies, then She's Nora's going to be know. like, uh... Yeah, it's going to look really... <laughs> su- Although Nora supposedly so. is going to go herself, so maybe that won't be a problem. Well, that's true. She won't have anyone to... Yeah, that's fair. Although, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Crazy crackpot theory I meant to mention earlier. Yeah. Uh, if Kevin, you know, I think it's pretty likely Kevin's going to go to the hotel again. And, and then I think whatever mm-hmm. happens there will be the surprise, you know, it'll yeah. not turn out the way we expect. Of possibly. course not. I'm wondering if, if Nora goes into the machine at the same time, Ooh. or roughly the same time, will show up in the hotel somehow. Oh God. Like if she like flashes through, that can be like, "Fuck, her. I'm dead." Or like, well, maybe it's it like she's not, she's like passing through the place. You oh, know, passing through. Like yeah. she's pa- yeah, she's passing through, and maybe she's only there for a little bit for a few oh, so seconds. Oh, kind of like Cooper thing. What do you mean? Like like when he when he floats like through the box and then like. Oh, spoiler! Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, spoiler! Yeah, sorry. 
Sorry, you know, which, heard the Twin Peaks. For this you were, uh, which season you're talking about? Um, yeah. But yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be like that where she, you know, it intersects with the hotel world. That's and interesting. They get to... I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe yeah, Lori th- will do that too. Lori's not dead. Maybe Lori will show up in the hotel. I mean. Yeah, she's not dead though. If she is. <laughs> How, how sure many, are you? How sure are you? How many rooms are in this hotel? We got five kids. We got Christopher Sunday. We've got who else? Uh, they can we fit. Got, they can fit. It's a big hotel. Evie needs to show up. Now we have yeah. Laura showing up. I mean, come yeah. on, no hotel can fit eight people. <laughs> hotel can fit eight people. <laughs> how sure am I that Lori's dead? Yeah, what, I was, what was your numbers? Dead. Okay. 60 she's still alive okay okay i'm just slightly leaning in the other direction i guess death. i don't know i i'm i'm thinking about is does the show think this is a respectable death for her you know is this what they want to say about her this character that you know she just decided to kill herself mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know it's yeah. a, a big thing to say you're right you're right you're right ah okay yeah now i'm feeling 45 55 I'm not I'm not I'm not so sure but I do I, if it felt the storytelling is pointing you in that direction but it, it obviously it could be mm-hmm. you know a, 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 a kind of a, a kind of oh a false god conclusion. you know what we're gonna see we're gonna you know she's gonna come back and and you know it'll be like you know um that the knob just break off or did you get extra oxygen you know right. be like that michael thing you know right. did the gun did the bullet bounce off your head or did the gun not go off like maybe something will happen with her plan and and she won't be able to cause an air bubble or whatever and right. and you know that'll be the thing like she tried to kill herself she wanted to kill herself she was gonna really do it but the the machine didn't didn't work right yeah that's interesting I, I could see that happening. Definitely. Cool. Well, uh, pretty good episode. Uh, two more left. I yeah. am, I can't even imagine what we're going to see, except for, I, I'm assuming the machine's going to do something. We're going to see a machine. Someone's going to go in it. Possibly Nora. Yeah. I, you know, you know, that scene, uh, at the end of the first episode, you know, when we see the flash forward, Nora, mm-hmm. and you do that like cross cutting with the bird flying yeah. in the sky and it's in our world and it flies and it's somewhere else. Um, if they tell us that birds can fly through dimensions, <laughs> I'm done with this show. <laughs> well, it'll, it'll be done with you by that time. So. It will be done with me. So we can say whatever it's wrong. I feel pretty confident that this show is not going to say birds can fly through dimensions. <laughs> we'll see. So Call me crazy, but I'm pretty sure about that one. I actually have a couple of little tidbits that we didn't uh, get to or didn't cover specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the first one, this is a small thing. Just for the record, who stole the van? <laughs> Why was the van stolen? Who? Well, it was a, who, it was a screwdriver. They were running it with a screwdriver. So oh, it, it, oh I see. It seemed implied to me that someone stole the van. Didn't even 
I totally saw that and didn't even think about you what know, that meant. I'm going to say it was Nora. Just say Nora. Today. Nora seems like the likely candidate, given her uh, yeah. general state of mind, especially during that period of the episode. Yeah. Uh, that she would just, like, get a screwdriver and <laughs> steal a mm-hmm. van. It's also, like, the uh, Dharma van. It is. Volkswagen. You're right. 70s Volkswagen van. Yeah. Um, okay, so the second thing is just, like, the super Lindelof-y thing that happens. We got our explanation of the boat. I think we briefly referenced it, but, Mm -hmm. uh, turns out that, uh, one of the kids, uh, that she had, uh, adopted was into boats and, like... He just liked boats, okay? He just liked fucking boats. And... He just liked it. He just liked it. And some family members came by, and they and what they did, and we talked about it on the podcast, the church, it was like, yeah. are they rebuilding the church? What happened to the church? No, they're taking the church apart and using mm-hmm. the parts to make the boat. Make the boat. But it also looks like they stopped. Um, like, right? Are we, did, you know... Is that or were those people the people he's talking about that we saw before? I'm assuming it's those people. Yeah, those are the people, and they're actively still building the boat. I, I'm assuming it's still a work in progress. Mm, okay, I mean, it doesn't look finished. I mean, maybe and, and they want say, to be stylized. Yeah. He does say you're building a boat, and she's like, "Yeah, all right." I just never. I just seemed like it was an old boat, and they somebody stopped and didn't ever finish it. But yeah, I guess we're supposed to think they're still building it. But but uh, how many years has it been since the kids died? Like seven? Uh, yeah. yeah. And they're just now building the boat? It's a little late. It's a little late. I guess that's where Kevin Sr. can say it's not a coincidence. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. The timeline's a little weird there. Um, uh, but just the idea that, like, the explanation has nothing to do with it being an arc for a flood that's coming. And it, yeah, like again, it's his confirmation bias. You know, he's just singing things and go, oh, that's part of my plan, too. Oh, that's probable. That's not part of my plan. Exactly. Like, you know. Yeah. And, and like, what it really meant was something completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it does, yeah, it does seem like they messed up the timeline a little bit. <laughs> well, and, and even the fact that, like, it clearly wasn't going to be done in time for the 15th. Well, to know. be fair, it was five... Well, okay, so they, they found the kids. I mean, the kids probably didn't die that day. I mean, I would assume they survived for at least a bit, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, another day or, or whatever. Um, uh, but they didn't find the kids for a couple of years, right? That's right. She said two years. So, so I guess I guess it's been like five years, which is still a lot, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it cuts right. off a little bit. Yeah, it cuts off a bit in terms of like they they thought they were departed before that. I I guess, mm-hmm. which maybe means you don't make a monument if someone's departed because you know. Yeah, know. you know. Uh, the thing they didn't actually get into, even though we're hovering around it, is what perhaps the Aboriginal people think about the departure. Like, oh, how yeah. does their culture talk about what happened and deal with it, and what do they have to say about it? I mean, right. you've got this white man gentrifying their culture, you know, for yeah. his own gains, but didn't stop yeah. to ask them, like, hey, what right. do you guys think about the departure? Right. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, the the only thing we got was that whole, like, 
It's actually a dance to bring the rain, so... Uh, <laughs> so don't do it? <laughs> how about don't do it? <laughs> how about a don't do? You'll have better luck that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, that's a pretty interesting question. I mean, I think that's a question that probably won't be answered because the show is so focused on these yeah. characters. And really, that's a question that could be interesting for a lot of places in the world, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, how are they How are they reacting to this thing, you know? And of course, they're right there, so it's a little more... It's a little more relevant. Yeah, they literally are talking to an elder who yeah. they could have asked, you know. You know, but, uh, uh, if uh, if Kevin finds uh, Christopher Sunday, mm-hmm. maybe yeah, there was, will be a discussion. Yeah, I was just thinking that. You know, yeah. it seems possible. What if Christopher Sunday's at the hotel and he's like, I'm not here? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, what if he's like, no, this isn't. You're you're imagining this. Oh, I'm not God. In the hotel like this, you know, because like I I would assume this doesn't really comport with his beliefs about the afterlife. Right. That when you die, you go to Kevin's hotel. <laughs> you, you don't know? think so? You don't think that's part of the, the ancient culture uh, has that in there? <laughs> I don't know, I'm not the expert. Um, but uh, so it'd be interesting to if he if they had a, a sort of have your cake and eat it too, where like. You know, he's like, yes, I am here at the hotel, but not, it's not, I'm not who you think I am or something, you know, like, it'd be interesting if, if there were some weird thing like that to kind of keep us in the ambiguous state. If it looks like him, I'm going to wonder how he knows what he looks like. I don't think Kevin Sr. had a photo of him. I Mm -hmm. mean, I I guess they could try to tell us that, but that's going to be another point there. How does he know anyway? How does it, how does who know anyway what? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I don't even answer that question. How does he know anyway? Um, I was gonna say, yeah. How would he know it anyway? How does he know uh, what sketch or something looks like anyway? I mean, he's going there to potentially find him. So if he sees a guy, how is he supposed to know that's Christopher Sunday? Yeah, I guess he can just ask. Mm-hmm. Hey, are you Christopher Sunday? <laughs> How did he know what um, Patty's husband looked like? He, I think he didn't. I think it took him some time to figure out that it was him. Okay, then, then, then they could do the same thing with Christopher Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm guessing. I, I maybe he'll just go to the front desk. <laughs> he'll go to the concierge and say, "Yeah, Is there Christopher Sunday checked in here." Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's the show we're watching. <laughs> Well, he put the do not disturb in his door, sir, so we can't change his sheets or give him any towels until he takes those off. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Okay, what else is on your tidbit list? He said he's having an air conditioning problem. Um... (laughs) Oh, man, I could totally see him, like, God, Christopher Sunday's just, like, in his hotel room blasting the AC. Yep. And he's like, it's so cool. <laughs> uh, no, that was the last tidbit. It was just those two little things. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I just, want, I just want to make sure we covered the boat and the stolen van. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Well, yeah, there's a lot with this episode. Yeah. Um, certified. Certified. 
Which we I guess just got certified. Lori's not certified scuba diving yet. She she went to go dive. No, she I, is. She said she's certified. Oh, she is certified, but yeah. was she lying? Well, I feel like she's never scuba dived before in her life. <laughs> maybe she was lying. I don't know. It sounded it sounded like she was sincere, but yeah, maybe she was lying. Oh, you know? she's not a good liar at all. Nah, she doesn't lie too much, and not very effectively. <laughs> Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I believed it, but, you know, I believe a lot of things, so... <laughs> so, this thing when she says Lori Murphy, isn't isn't Erica's last name Murphy? Isn't, isn't that their last name? Yeah, 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 because she married John. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting confused. Sorry, I'm looking at the transcript. I'm like, who's Lori Murphy? But that's Lori. That's Lori. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm confused about this. What this transcript is saying. So Lori in this scene says, "I know. I'm certified." Yeah. Yeah. But who says? And Lori Murphy was certified. Maybe this transcript is wrong. I don't know. It's not. Making <laughs> I remember. Any sense to me. I remember there was a line about Lori Murphy, but. Yeah, because this is saying, you, she says, you know you can get a bubble, a bubble in your blood that gives you a stroke. I know, I'm certified. And then, and Lori Murphy was certified. She had logged hundreds of hours underwater, but accidents happened. Oh, that's what, that's what, uh, that's Nora, I think that's Nora saying the, 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 what they would say afterwards. Ah, ah, that's it. Yeah. That's right. Okay, I was confused about that. Yeah, it, it's weird when you just read it out of context. Yeah, like I that. was like, huh? Who are they talking about? <laughs> Who's Lori Murphy? She's like switching to a different point of view, like to yeah. afterwards, and yeah, yeah. So I think I think it's true, but what do I know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a weird place to lie here. Yeah, it's a weird. It would be weird to lie right there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. Well, um, Jen, thanks for joining us on this podcast. Thanks. I, uh, yeah. I, I just, yeah. I don't know. It's a good one. I've stopped trying to guess what the show is going to do. I just. We will never stop never, doing that. Well, even after the show's how over. Are you, how are you having any fun? <laughs> I mean, it's just, it just is not possible for me. I like, I enjoy it. I can, I can speculate, but like, I'm never right. They never do what I, what I we think that either. they do. <laughs> no, no. For the record, you called something that did happen this season, which was that the, the, the guy in the hotel the, the guy at the bar, the karaoke bar, oh, the guy yeah, on the yeah. bridge would be would be David Burton. Yeah, but that was a small thing. I don't know. That's small. pretty good. <laughs> it's a pretty good hypothesis for the only connection being, you know, the, like, hearsay we've heard about him. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that was a solid prediction. Well, at any rate. I don't know. We'll see. We've got two more episodes. I can't believe that it's almost over. So, quick quick prediction since we are in prediction business now. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> do, you, do you think Lori's dead? Do you think she died when she scuba dove? Dove? Whatever? Yeah, I do. I do. But I, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be particularly surprised if she's not. We were talking well, about this. Could story. you put percentages on it? <laughs> uh... uh 
I mean, I could just give you some numbers. I could just say say two numbers that add up. I'm sitting at fifty seven forty three right now. Fifty seven dead. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And Claude's at sixty forty, not dead. Yeah. Well, okay. Seventy thirty dead. Seventy thirty dead. Okay. Oh wow. Taking okay. a stand. Wow, somebody I, almost sure. Oh, I'm almost sure. Just <laughs> yeah, just because you know, with only two, if there were, if there were more episodes left, then that's kind of what I was thinking. But on the other hand, I could see that they might, they might not want to leave her there, and they might want to have her like play some role in the final story. Now, I'm not saying that we. It's not possible that we might see her in the hotel. Yeah, I yeah, that's what I was thinking. Which which would mean she's dead, right? Most likely. Mm-hmm. So. I don't want to see anyone in the hotel. <laughs> I just don't. I just not. Just, I I wanted to make a left turn. We're not expecting. Um, and I want him to get nothing of what he wants out of the hotel. Because then it's too easy, isn't it? Isn't it too easy if you can just get what you want at a hotel anytime? I don't think it's gonna be that easy, but I do think he's gonna go to the hotel and I do think he's gonna see people there. I just but I I, I don't know what the I don't know what the twist is, but I I bet it involves David Burton's twin. I again I'm I'm sticking with there's no twin brother. Twin brother. He's gonna talk with David Burton. He's gonna he's not gonna find out. Can't do anything, I'm dead now, mate. Indeed. Death for all this time. <laughs> he's not gonna get what anybody sent him for, and he may decide to stay. Actually, it wouldn't surprise me if he decided to stay, because you remember in the carrier. Can decide to stay in the hotel? Yeah. Wow. Oh God. Yeah. That they could do a crazy because thing like that. Decide to stay. I don't know why, but just in the karaoke scene, you know, where he's like, I want to go back. And they're like, oh, why don't you just say so? All you have to do is sing. You know, so it's like. Ooh, you know what could be weird? What if, you know, I was saying earlier, what if like Nora somehow showed up in the hotel because she's using the machine? And what if like, you know, she she, <laughs> she shows up and he kind of sees her, but she's like, you know, getting to vanish because she's passing through. <laughs> so, <laughs> Not checking in, just passing through. <laughs> uh, uh, and what if he like follows her, and he follows her through the wor- place where the machine takes you? Oh God! And I don't oh, know God. what that means for his body in the real world. Don't but do that. I just, I just thought that might be an interesting left turn if he like. That's not gonna happen. He... <laughs> All right. <laughs> No, I don't. I, you think that the machine? You think going through the machine? I, I'm trying to figure out how can they get, get some unity here in these storylines, and yeah. like how can how can they do something unexpected? And I think it'd be unexpected if like if they reveal that the machine does something, and one of the things it does is it it, it carries the person you know from A to B, and and they go through the hotel to get there somehow or something, and that'd be an interesting way for like. Kevin and Nora to get like another scene together, you know. So I, yeah, it's really far out there, but um, you know, I, I do. That, yeah, you know, I do feel like Kevin and Nora need another scene together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, they, I, I'm, I'm at like ninety nine point nine. They're gonna get another scene together. I don't see that not happening at all. Well, but I guess the question is when, like... Well, exactly. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be in the hotel, 
but um, I, I think they definitely will get another scene together. The, the, the hotel idea is interesting, but the thing is, if she really, I mean, if she really goes through all that, she's going to have to come back somehow. You know, she's alive later, unless, like you said, what we saw in the flash forward was actually the other side of the machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it would have to be that crazy. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear of Kevin? Like, they're talking about that on the other side of the I, machine. I would think that what they reveal is that the machine does do something. It sent her to some other place, potentially just in time. Maybe they, she just goes to the future. But I would think that none of the departed people are there, and none of the people who went to the machine are there. But there are other people there living a sort of normal world that she integrates into. Yeah. Um, you know, and maybe pigeons. it'll be like, and pigeons, you and- know. Becomes a bird delivery, bird delivery message thrower away mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. That that's gonna tie in somehow with whatever's going on there. It's definitely the kind of show where, oh look, the, the departed place we showed you at the beginning, you know, like right, just it the whole time, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, but but it just can't be that all the departed people are there. You know, and like everyone who went through the machine is there, and it all yeah. works normally. Like it's got to be some downside to it. But I feel like since this is a Kevin and Nora love story, then like the the last scene has to be like Kevin showing up in this unexplicable place, inexplicable place. You know, like um, somehow he shows up at the last moment. On you know, Ugh. no, I don't they, want like, that. Get each other from a distance. You don't want Ugh. that. They run towards each other in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, right. He picks her up and spins her around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, I never thought I'd see you again. And he's like, I always thought I'd see you again. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. Yeah, it's the worst. So that's what I think is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I just feel like in terms of it, you know, they keep saying this is Kevin and Nora love story. I just feel like that's the end of the story is them, you know, that moment right when they reunite. We don't see any more. We don't see any talking. We don't see any, like, anything more than that one beat of, like, they're back together again. I don't think that they're going to get back together romantically. I think they're done with that. I think they're going to see each other again, but I think that that part is over. Well, what's life without love? Well, they're they're both pretty <laughs> miserable. Like, you know that that scene at their house right before they, you know, when they're like, God, when she like walks in on him suffocating himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She oh, we still don't have an answer for bag over the head. Like, we gotta get that. They uh, they gotta tell us what he's trying to do. And 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 he's like, let's have a baby. You know, it's just like you two people are broken. Yeah, this but but it's not it, working. Aren't they gonna be fixed by whatever no, they're about to do the next no. episode? No, 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 because no, because people are fixed. No, no, that's not gonna happen. It's not that kind of show. They're fixing themselves. It's not they're that kind of show. Fixed. No, they're fixed. They're fixed. <laughs> no, because this isn't the first time that they thought that you know. Uh, if they did that, it wouldn't be the first time. Like, they, you know, they were both, like, deeply disturbed, uh, you know, romantically, personally, when they met. And that, 
at the end of season one with the baby, and then mm-hmm. when they were like, this is not no because they didn't have this like totally perfect you complete me kind of uh, relationship before. It's just yeah, that's why they should get it at the end. Yeah, but they're not because they, they never they never they were completely dysfunctional the entire time they were together, and like it seems like they're you know. The, the, it seems like the point of the show is like, okay, whether she goes to the machine or not, or whatever, or Kevin dies and he gets the song, whatever his these tasks are, they're never going to actually be happy unless they just accept their circumstances, right? So, like, I would agree that like, just because she goes to the machine isn't going to make her happy, right? Like, whatever hap- she can only accept her circumstances, and that's it. Like, if she doesn't, she'll be unhappy. If she does, she'll be happy. You know. Right. Um, so I had a point. So while you're thinking about what your point was, uh, mm-hmm. I my I actually don't think she's gonna go through the machine. Okay, what do you think's gonna happen? I, I I think she's gonna turn her back on the machine, the opportunity of the machine. Like I think there's gonna be a confrontation with the physicists, mm-hmm. but and 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 maybe she'll even be on the verge, uh, but. She won't do it. I I could see her destroying the machine out of anger because that's what she loves to do is destroy people's hopes and dreams <laughs> when she feels like she can't get oh, her up. Oh, yeah. You know? That's true. She is into so that. Maybe, so maybe she'll go and try to convince them and, and they'll still say no and then somehow she'll like she'll break the microchip. Sabotage it. Yeah. Her, you know, or something like that. But the only reason I think we're going to see someone go through the machine is because they keep talking about it. And and I thought they were done. Just like I thought they were done with the book. I thought they were done with the machine when she got disqualified. And the fact that they sh- they have props now. They rented props. They got yep. vehicles. The yep. you know, set designer has to, to make something. And, like, you know, I just feel like they're, they are going to at least go to the next beat where we kind of – she's on the precipice of going, but – you know, I definitely agree with you that there's a big chance that she doesn't actually go through the machine. But that being said, I do think the the best thing the show could do is reveal that um, that that little flash forward thing we saw with her was is is the other world from the machine. Yeah, yeah, that could that could be that could be cool. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know without what they're gonna that, do. Without that, I'd be more adamant that she she's not gonna go through it. But yeah, I don't know. Well, two more episodes. Yeah, it's almost over. Yeah, I'm gonna be Crazy. sorry to say goodbye to the show. It's it's always bittersweet <laughs> when a show ends when it's still good. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. But Well, luckily we have Twin Peaks to hold us over. Um <laughs> Save it for the Twin Peaks podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, cool. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, this was a thanks good for podcast. having me. Yeah. Anything else, Justin? No, no, that's it for me. It's been a good one. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next time. All right. See you later. Namaste.